Okay, this is Free Talk Live. I presume we are on the air and not hearing any music. There it is, Saturday edition of the show. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever is on your mind. The toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. Now then, tonight, we're going to start things out with a story that's a little unusual. Probably not going to be talked about on any of the other nationally syndicated talk shows. But That's kind of how we do it here on Free Talk Live. We talk about stories that... Most many shows times. don't talk about it. Yeah, many times we do. Uh, in this case, it's about tattooing. Specifically, tattooing your children. Oh boy, we're going to disagree, aren't we? I, I don't know. There's a good chance we might just disagree here. It, it brings up a few different issues. Uh, stories it doesn't of, happen at all, usually on, uh, especially on Saturday nights. We don't disagree usually on the issues we pick for Saturdays. Chattanooga County, Georgia, my Fox DC reporting... That a Georgia couple is out of jail on bond after being arrested for tattooing six of their children. Investigators say it put their children in danger, but they say they did nothing wrong. Investigators say a uh, plastic pen body with a needle made of guitar string connected to an electric motor. They gave their kids prison tattoos? Prison tattoo. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's exactly what I was thinking when I I saw this. (laughs) was used to tattoo the six children. According to the Chattanooga County Sheriff John Everett, it's a painful procedure with a crude instrument. As though they would have been okay if it had been a, an, a you know, whatever the uh, the inst- industry standard tattooing equipment would have been. I think that uh, I think that the industry standard is probably less painful and uh, not certainly not as crude. That that may very well be the case, but don't you agree that they still would have been in trouble had they used industry yeah, I don't standard think it ma- equipment? I don't think it matters. They could have used uh, you know brand new laser etching equipment. It wouldn't have mattered. Sheriff Everett said five children got a cross-like tattoo on their hands. The oldest Hmm. boy, a tattoo of mom and dad on his arm. How old is the oldest boy? Uh, We'll find out here. Sheriff Everett continued, seven years to 17. The seven-year-old, the one that did not receive a tattoo, they determined he was too young. I'm not breaking their skin. It's right there. It's going to fade away. It's like a pen mark, said the children's mother, Patty Jo Marsh. Sheriff Everett said investigators came after receiving a complaint from the biological mother of the two children complaining about the tattoos. So there's there's a little extra curve thrown in there. Patty Marsh said her husband, uh, that she and her husband are charged with three counts of illegal tattooing, second degree child cruelty and reckless conduct. The sheriff said he's concerned if the same guitar needle uh, string needle was used each time. Says, because they might have hepatitis C, they, they they might be sexually promiscuous. This family that tattooed crosses on I don't know, one each of them other? seventeen seems unlikely. I mean, it could happen, right? But yeah. Marsh said the guitar string that you used in the homemade gun, we changed it out every time. We didn't do anything wrong. I still don't think we did anything wrong. She continued, being charged with three counts of illegal tattooing, second-degree child cruelty, and reckless conduct. So for me, this this brings up a few different issues, right? You've got, on one hand, the question of, well, did the kids consent to this? Can kids consent to something like this? We were talking about young people being able to consent to things earlier this week. Can a, uh, a 10, let's just use 10-year-olds here because we've got 7 to 17. So let's say you know, it's probably one or two of them that were 10 or 12 or something like that. Can a, a 12-year-old or a 10-year-old decide for themselves with their, uh, their parents' permission to get a tattoo? 
I don't think so. I'm sorry, I don't. No. With parents' permission. I don't, it doesn't matter to me whether they I, – I don't you're, – what you're asking is um, – to me is can can a child give informed consent at the age of 10? And I just don't think they can. Well, people now, make – Certainly, mis- I'm going to be lower than most people. I think that a 16-year-old can give informed consent. On and a I tattoo? Under- I, 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 yeah, I do. I okay. think it's a bad idea. I, it is I, a bad idea. I have tattoos, and I wish they were all gone. Yeah. And if anybody asks me, I tell them I think it's a bad idea. There are people that make mistakes getting tattoos in well into their adult years, right? And, I mean, and this isn't a and this isn't a situation of parental consent to me as much as a, a situation of parental uh, coaxing pressure. Look. Your brothers and sisters are all getting tattoo, mm-hmm. getting cross tattoos. Don't you love Jesus? Yeah. Um. Uh, no. <laughs> the, no. This is absolute. For one, uh, the the children are not even. They don't even belong to this woman. Um. Uh, that that did this. Well, that's. Let's put that aside because that's an extra complication. Uh. That the the, the one of the parents is the divorced, and so then you've got the two parents and what they both want having being factored in. Let's just presume, for the sake of discussion about uh, consent. That both of the parents are still together. Both parents agree. They think their family should all get cross tattoos. That's not really how we play the game here on Free Talk How Live. we play what game? The game of how we talk about issues. We we bring up the issue, and then we talk about it. Now, I'm willing we to talk to you about talk it. talk about but various different iterations instance, of this. In this specific instance, these people are dead wrong, Okay. This is not this is not the child of this woman who administered these tattoos and uh, you know was around coaxing these tattoos. Don't you love Jesus, little Billy? And uh, <laughs> you know all that crap. No. And, and uh, on top of that, I don't believe that Patty Joe. Patty Joe's her name. I don't believe that um, that, that, that the children can give informed consent at the, at that age. I just don't. Sorry. Uh, you, you and I disagree on this issue on all kinds of iterations. I think that there has to be an arbitrary number. Otherwise, there's not an arbitrary number. And okay. who decides? I, I agree I, with I think, you that – I think that if the parent pressured a 10-year-old into getting a tattoo in this instance, that they should be liable in the future uh, for uh, repercussions, that that child should be able to come back and sue them for And bad, get the removal? Get, get yeah. them to pay for the removal? Absolutely. Yeah, that's in the an same interesting way, point. In the same way that uh, children have been able to come back in the U.S. of A. and sue their parents for circumcising them, okay. I think that that's the same issue. Is that true that that, that that happens? Yes. Really? It has happened. Wow. What kind of settlements do they get out of that? I, 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 I don't know the answer to that, but I know that they've, they've sued and won. A toll-free number here is one... At least one guy. I've seen one guy for sure has done that. It's 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. So I tend to agree with you, Mark, that in this case with the divorced parents that uh, both parents presumably have an equal uh, claim, if you will, over their children, that there's no real uh, distinct answer as to whether or not uh, these kids should be able to be tattooed. But if you agree with me that the kids should be able to make uh, decisions for themselves, that if their parents want this uh, for them and they want it for them, then they should be able to make that choice. I, that's what I think. Uh, I realize that 99 times out of 100, it's going to be a mistake. <laughs> but nonetheless, uh, I think that you come up with an interesting uh, kind of response, Mark, that is, that the child should be able to essentially sue the parent later on down the line for whatever the removal costs are. I think that makes the most sense because who else are they going to pay restitution to? Uh, is putting the parent in jail going to fix this problem? Is that the uh, the desired solution? No, and here? I don't I I don't believe um, that this that these parents 
hate their children. I think this is a I think this is poor parenting. However, I think that it's better parenting likely than they'll get in the foster system. I know that there are some great foster parents out there, uh, but there's enough, and I'm not saying it's the majority. There's enough bad foster situations where kids, you know, there's too many kids in a house, or whether it's people that don't care, or whatever the scenario is, um, that I think the children are better off with their parents that love them, even if their parents have poor parenting skills as I feel these people do. Okay, so so let me shift this a little bit here, Mark, because there are there have been some disturbing stories about parents who have a, a particular religious belief set that is, essentially leads them to not see medical or, or seek medical care. So, for instance... And isn't it always the religious ones that, uh, that have the six kids? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but follow me on this here. Okay. So you've got these sets of parents that, for instance, if their child is blind or going, they're getting a vision problem, they won't take them to the doctor and get glasses prescribed. That's kind of a, a more benign version of some of the things that we've seen where kids might have uh, cancer or lymphoma or something awful like that, and the parents will just refuse to take their kids to, uh, to see a doctor. And that outrages some people. But the kids agree, in many cases, with their parents. Why? Well, because they were raised in that household and they have a certain set of religious beliefs, as their parents do. And, and they're all in agree uh, in agreement yeah. that, uh, no, we just want to go ahead and uh, not have those, uh, whatever those cancer treatments are. We don't want to use glasses. We don't want to do those things. Would you say that's in the same category as whether or not a, a child can get a tattoo? I think it's in the same zip code, but it's not in the same um, category, and I'll tell you why. Okay, 800-259-9231. I'd rather hear from you with your thoughts on children and consenting to things being done to their bodies. It's Free Talk Live. Guys, do you have trouble getting women or ever wonder why she chooses to jerk instead of you? Do you want to know what she really wants in a man? Welcome to SchoolofDating.com, the site that will teach you how to build confidence and pick up women without losing your self-respect. SchoolofDating.com offers live dating shows, free chat line, coaching, and much more. Whether you're single, dating, married, or just need motivation when it comes to women, we'll show you how to get there. SchoolofDating.com, we're more than just a dating site, we're a lifestyle. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on our site for free. It's brand new, by the way, the Free Talk Live 2.0 website. We just launched it at the very beginning of the year. And it's great. It's so much better than the old site. It really has uh, finally moved Free Talk Live into uh, the, the 21st century. It's another uh, way for listeners to get interactive with the show. Yeah. Now they can uh, sort of, uh, you know, now they can bring articles to our attention. They're by literally vo- creating the content on our website. Yeah. Now. They vote. They're voting the stories up. They're voting them down. And uh, you know, we're we're taking stories from there for show prep. Yeah, news stories, and it's it doesn't just have to be news stories. You could submit things like questions or rants or blog posts. It basically allows you to uh, to control the the content and and vote on the content that appears on the front page of our website, 
And people are, Mark. Uh, I was just looking at some of the statistics today. Our usage is dramatically up. By the, our existing set of users, they're using the site three times longer on average than uh, than they used to, which is fantastic. Yep. And uh, beyond that, we have a few hundred extra or a couple hundred extra brand new users as a result of our new site. So if you haven't been yet, head on over to freetalklive.com and get interactive. As we go to your phone calls here, with the question that I put on the table to start things out, of course, you're welcome to bring up anything, is about parents and their children and their abilities to make decisions, serious decisions about their own Body. So, for instance, what we started with uh, was a story out of Georgia where a couple has tattooed their children, and presumably with the children's consent, because it didn't make it sound as though the, the children had a problem with it. So, they, so the question is, can parents and children consent to do something as drastic as tattoo themselves, or, as I mentioned right at the end of the segment, uh, some parents in, don't believe in taking their kids to the doctor if there's something that has gone wrong with them. Should they be able to make that choice as well? We can dig in a little further. Let's go to your calls and talk to Stephen in Tampa listening to WFLA. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Stephen. Yeah, a couple of points I wanted to make. Well, number one, I, I want to preface it by saying I don't think the government has any business dictating to, uh, to me as a parent what uh, what I do, what my preferences are with regard to my children. Having said that, um, one of the things that, that was pointed out, it was interesting that the mother and or the father and the stepmother or whatever relationship used a device that was specifically designed to make a tattoo. If they really wanted something imperm- uh, impermanent, uh, it seems to me like a sharp or just simply a, a pen would have done well. And I want to make one more comment. I, I heard the religious comment and uh, about how it seems like it's always the religious, and I don't know that the word Christian, but it seems like the religious are the ones that have the eight, the six kids. I'll point out, Octomom, don't recall her uh, being a rather religious one. Number two, Kate plus eight. And thirdly, I don't know anything my about. Work, I don't know anything about Kate plus eight, but Octomom had all her kids at once. She didn't make six separate decisions to have children. Uh, uh, understood, but, I'm, but your point being, it seems like those you just pointed out a number in religion. Uh, Kate plus eight. No, nope, I don't recall. They followed her around quite a bit. I don't recall any episodes with her uh, in in uh, in church. And the last point I'll make is, uh, in my line of work, I, I see many welfare cases. And I can tell you, honestly, there are a lot of moms out there that I don't think would be convicted of being religious, and they do have far more than eight, uh, far more than six children. Uh, and those are my points. But I, I appreciate your show. So do you, think, do you think that uh, parents and children should be able to d- decide to uh, tattoo themselves? I think parents should make that decision. Now, clearly, I think we're dealing with at least two, if not three, um, uh, a parent. It's, it sounds to me like the mother is the one that uh, filed the suit against the stepmother. Well, and presuming, let's presume that the parents are together and have, they have made this decision with yeah. their children. For the sake of argument, we're removing stepmom from this scenario. I, I understood that earlier, and I, 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 it's difficult for me to separate that. But, but long story short, um, yeah, I, I think it is up to to the parents. I don't what, what do you think about Mark's involved. idea of? Uh, I, I, I think it's I think it's a very slippery slope when when we have the government 
involved in whether oh, I agree. or not. I we, absolutely we, agree we, with you. But whether, I'm, here, whether or not we have to administer certain types of medicine, I, I think ultimately uh, we could get to a point where we have the government uh, determining whether or not our children uh, can go or should be forced to go to partic- uh, particular uh, religious classes or uh, uh, or uh, certain types of work. Yeah, I completely so I, I agree with you, and well. I share your concerns. My question, my other question for you is, how do you feel about the idea of children being able to later on down the line come back and sue their parents? So if these kids decide, you know, when they turn 18 or when they become an adult at some point that, uh, yeah, this tattoo is a mistake and I was unduly influenced by uh, by my parents and I would like to have that removed and have them pay for it. Should that be uh, Should that be the case? You know, uh, you raise an interesting point, and I'm not going to even attempt an answer at that because I don't. Uh, I'm going to have to think about that for. Okay, now, fair the, That's a fair the answer. The point was brought up earlier about circumcision, and I think the ability to sue a parent over something. Uh, similar to that situation is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I don't know if I agree with you. You're cutting off my parts, man. Um, Those are my parts, not yours. Yeah, but it's it's my responsibility to, you, you say you're cutting off parts. Well, by, by taking away the ability to make, uh, the parents to make a decision on behalf of their children, you're taking away parts of the parental responsibilities and parental rights. And oh, no, I, I'm not taking I, away. I think that that's a, I, I'm not by, doing that. Well, by allowing by allowing a lawsuit and about by yes, you are taking away uh, rights of a parents to make decisions. How much mutilation should a parent be able to do? How many parts do you get to cut off? You're you're getting deeper than my mind probably. All right, well, well, thanks for the call. Then. Point, but the, Thank you, very sir. Good question. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. I, I did not circumcise my son Jack. I am not. Uh, you know, I, I you know, I'm, I'm just your uh, your average American guy, as normal as you can be. Um, yeah. I, you know, I just I I decided that there I should do no harm. Um, that that's my job, and that's what doctors do in order to help people. They do no harm. I do no harm. I did not uh, – if he wants to do that later for some kind of Whatever. reason that he wants to do it, I've just found that most of the reasons um, that, that, that people circumcise are bad ones. So yeah. I'm just not willing to do it. Usually it's to go, go along with the, the bandwagon or jump on the yeah. bandwagon because everybody else is doing it. If he was having an appendicitis, I would be for cutting off his appendix. But – there's there's really you know if if baths are taken on a regular basis there's really no reason for this yeah uh so the the whole circumcision thing is completely unnecessary i wish it hadn't happened to me but it did uh i'm not bitter about it though i don't really think of, i don't think about it at all except you know the occasion it might come up here on the show I, I certainly am not going to sue my parents over it. I think that's a little. I think that's a little bit extreme. But then again, I I could understand how why are you going to get? How are we going to get rid of this this activity, which um, really at this point is just basically pushed by doctors to get to that extra money. five to seven hundred dollars? Yeah. Um, you know why? How are you going to do that? I agree with you, Mark, that suing parents would certainly, the word would get around that it wouldn't be a good idea to circumcise your kids. 800-259-9231. Your thoughts on modification of your children with their consent. Is it possible? Should it be allowed? Would love your thoughts. Or you can bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. 
HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Use the coupon code FTL, that's FTL is in Free Talk Live, and sign up at HostGator.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at HostGator.com host you. This is Free Talk Live. You are invited to take control of the airwaves this Saturday evening. You can bring up whatever's on your mind at 800-259-9231. I guess it's still Saturday afternoon on the West Coast. Evening starts at 6, doesn't it normally? 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got a lot of features there, and we give them away, including our bulletin board system. You can go and get interactive with over 500,000 posts. There's a lot to talk about there serious issues, fun stuff, you'll find it all free over at bbs.freetalklive.com. And Free Talk Live has teamed up with uh, Midas Resources to offer you some of the best rates on gold and silver that you're going to uh, you know, see on the internet, let alone advertised on the radio. So if you're thinking about uh, getting gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, an investment, or barter currency in case of some kind of terrible disaster, you can go to gold.freetalklive.com. That's gold.freetalklive.com. Check our prices before you buy any place else, gold.freetalklive.com. We continue with your phone calls uh, talking about whether or not children and parents can consent to doing things that otherwise might be questionable to most people, uh, like getting a tattoo, getting their children a tattoo, or, for instance, uh, refusing to go to the doctor, refusing to bring their children medical assistance, all with their children's consent. Obviously, if the kids, if I think that if the kids don't agree to something, then it should not be done, but I believe that young people can make these decisions. As you point out, Mark, it's likely going to be the wrong, uh, the wrong choice, and I kind of like your idea of of them being able to hold their parents liable at some point for decisions that they would not have necessarily made had they had all of the the information. Because clearly, if a parent is trying to convince their kids to get something like a cross tattooed on them or whatever... Uh, Giant they, pentagram on their forehead? They may not be giving them the full information about the ramifications of what getting a tattoo uh, might, might entail or the ramifications of not going and getting help when you're going blind or getting cancer or something. Something like that. But nonetheless, I think that uh, they should be able to make those decisions. What do you think? Let's go to Dietrich and why. Charleston, uh, you're on uh, Free Talk Live. Hello, Dietrich. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Uh, I wanted to respond to uh, the informed consent issue with, uh, with respect to minors. I mean, I just don't think it's possible to completely inform a 10-year-old what it's going to be like to be 30 and have a SpongeBob on his cheek. I, I just don't. <laughs> I just don't think he it's it's within their ability to grasp the the gravity of what's going on. I think you're probably I think you're probably right about that, but on the other hand, what would you suggest would be the solution? Because there are some parents that would like to tattoo things on their children out there. I'm saying make the arbitrary line. Um, you know, we make it for alcohol. I know people disagree with that. We make it for cigarettes. I know some people disagree with that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we can't we can't assume every parent is a good parent, and we can't make laws to assume every parent is a good parent. So what do you propose then? What do you propose? The years. I mean, are you proposing I, putting I those say, parents in a cage? No, I'm saying you know when it comes to you know like tattoos and permanent changes to a person's body, 
you know, let's let's wait till the kids, you know, 17, 18, maybe 16. OK, the, but if they the don't wait, then you want to put the parent in a cage for giving their kid a, a tattoo. Yeah, fine. Cage, you whatever. Put them in a cage. Yeah. See, I, I just yeah, can't. I just can't care. agree. You know, it can go both ways. Um, don't you think that uh, my solution uh, there where, you know, to allow the child to sue, because that's the person that was really hurt um, here. I mean, you know, at 30, they should figure it out, right? And uh, to allow right. them to, to sue for recompense from the parent, because putting a parent in jail for, um, ta- you know, tattooing their child isn't going to solve the problem for anyone. Do you understand? That's it's not going yeah, to make here. the parent smart because they're clearly very dumb. It's not going to make the child uh, be cared for better because they're going to then go in the foster system if they're lucky or they'll end up in a, or a state-run orphanage orphanage if they're not um you know so sodomy probably worse than the the, the tattoo um you know so i actually like the idea of suing though yeah yeah because it I, I gives you like the idea of kids yeah i mean uh, a kid having some avenue of saying hey you screwed my life up um we probably don't have enough uh judges and courts to handle all the parents who screwed their kids up. You know? Well, we could we could free up the judges and courts by uh, getting them out of um, uh, getting them out of the business of uh, trying people for marijuana and uh, other uh, victimless that's crimes. That's true. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. So here, so true, let's yeah. take it to the next level, though. Now that we've, I think we've come to some level of, of agreement on that. But what about the issue of parents who just refuse to get medical care uh, for kind of in the system medical care? Some people believe in alternative options and things like that. Some people believe in doing nothing uh, when their kids get sick. So how do you feel about that one? Well, I have a I have an interesting perspective on that. I have a ten year old daughter, and it's it's uh, going to be coming in the next couple of years to do the human papilloma uh, vaccination, mm. and I'm, so I'm kind of wrestling with whether to vaccinate to vaccinate my my daughter uh you know from a virus that you only get through sexual contact so i've not yet made a decision on whether we're going to comply with um because the schools are beginning to mandate that the girls have it they're trying I believe to 12 it's a, it's a relatively new um vaccine they're they're trying to do what you say and um she's what at 12 is when they're trying to have it done yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah, that a twelve-year-old, yeah, twelve-year-old's getting to the point that they can make that decision. Um, you know, I don't know whether, you know, I don't know when parents decide to talk to children about sex, but it seems like it's about that time frame. I don't. Well, we've actually done it this year. We've actually begun that conversation this year, and so we've crossed that line as far as um, because she's mature enough to handle it. But as far as making her take a vaccination. For not, it's not like the measles, you know. Not you can't you, you can't stand in the grocery store and just get it. Yeah, it's it's connected to a behavior. Yeah, I'm very disturbed in general by the idea of the government forcing vaccines on uh, on children, and I would say it's another it's just another reason to get your kid out of government school and either homeschool or put them into to a private school if you can afford that. Thanks for the call tonight, and good luck with your decision on that. It can't be easy. 800-259-9231. Let's Since continue. I've got a uh, 22-month-old or maybe 21-month-old. I'm not exactly sure. Getting there. Um, I, you know, I'm I'm trying to decide when do you make these have these decisions and and you know when do you talk to kids about these things. Let's go to Mark in Tampa, listening to WFLA. Mark, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi, I'm a physician's assistant, and I've been using lasers to remove tattoos from people of all ages for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And when I have a minor child who has a tattoo. Um, it's usually because they got it without their parents' permission. Mm-hmm. That's generally and their the case. Parents, 
their parents bring them in and they want it removed. The parents want it removed. And they have to sign an informed consent because it's a medical procedure. Um, and most people, when they get tattoos, they're getting it because they're choosing the design that they want. You know, it's something that they want. So mm-hmm. these people chose for their children what they may not or may have wanted. Um, the other issue I want to say before um, is because in Florida, I think there's a law of the age of a person who can get a tattoo. So if these people yes. um, apply to tattoo to people under that particular age, then they have to be, uh, the law has to apply to them, just as if a tattoo artist applied a tattoo illegally with a license to apply tattoos, but he broke the law because it was underage. Well, I, I don't really care about the law. The law tends to uh, tends to not care about what's right or wrong. The The law is really about uh, protecting, uh, you know, business and and uh, politicians and, and people in the government. I, I really care about what's right or wrong. In this case, I think it's a, I I think personally think tattoos are by in general a bad idea and uh, people should avoid them in general. I've got to and I prefer, I would wish I didn't have them. So uh, you know and, and you know the higher the age the better. But I you know I feel people should be free. Do you feel that a child who gets a tattoo without his parents' permission and then later on the parent has it removed? And sue the parent later for having the tattoo removed. It's an no. interesting question. Absolutely not. Um, that the child did it without the parent's consent. I don't think. I don't see how that parent can be held liable for what? Not locking them in their room? No. Well, what if the child wants to leave? What if the child decides to uh, to take off at that point? You would support that, right? Well, I, I think that people, uh, kids are free to do what they want. I think it's a really bad choice. Thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. When can people start making decisions for themselves? I, I like what you're coming up with, Mark, here, where... Where people should be able genius. to uh, should be able to sue their parents if they force tattoos on them, or if super they persuade genius. them into getting tattoos that they later decide they didn't want. More coming up. Your thoughts about whatever you want. It's Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live amplifiers get access to higher quality archives, free of commercial breaks and other perks. Join AMP for just three dollars per month at amp.freetalklive.com. We're back with more Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free, so enjoy those on us. And if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can become a Free Talk Live amplifier for as little as 3 bucks a month. We'll take that money in, reinvest it into the show, get on more radio stations across the country, bring more Internet listeners on board, and expose new people to the ideas of freedom over at uh, amp.freetalklive.com. Again, you get perks, too, like access to the amp-only call-in lines, amp-only forum, and more, amp.freetalklive.com. As we continue with your phone calls, talking about parents, children, and whether or not they can get together to consent to do things that are a little bit unusual, like tattooing their children, or perhaps something even more dangerous and not taking their kids, or what some might think is dangerous, not taking their kids to uh, see a doctor if something is wrong. would love your thoughts, or you can bring up anything. Let's continue with your calls. Doug, listening in Fort Lauderdale to WFTL. Doug, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey guys, hey. hi there. What's on your mind? Hey, it's really nice to uh, get on your show. Um, I have, I have a, a question. I mean, I love your show. Um, 
if you thought that like buying a mini bike or riding a mini bike or buying fireworks was something that was unavailable to a kid under 18, why would a parent go and take his kid to do that? That I mean, that's kind of the way I'm looking at it. Well, um, are you saying it's um, that the kids that I I remember when I was a kid, I played with uh, firecrackers and M80s, and I had all those kinds but of all, things. All those things, buying a motorcycle and I buying alcohol, too. those are those are all over 18 years old. That's it, true, and fireworks are dangerous. It, I think that in the state of Florida, you can ride, you can drive a motorcycle at the age of 15. What? A motorcycle? Motorcycle. No yes. way. A, a motorcycle well, below I mean, the, uh, 50 there are, cc's there are or something. Other things in, there are other things in our society that have that cutoff point, you know, going to the adult book section, that's 18. You know, there are certain things. Why Why would you not, I mean, to take your kid to do that is, is an accomplice of a crime, I think. You think? Well, I think that I, don't agree. I think it's, it's some some bad parenting, but um you know, the, to take your kid the, to buy fireworks? The no, um he's he's talking about No, taking, if if you're not allowed to do these things, you're an accomplice. Well, um, if, if you're going to buy alcohol and it's age 18 and you take your kid to do it, you're an accomplice. Well, I, but the, that that's a bad law. People um you know, in foreign countries, uh, Europe, they they drink their kids learn to drink at a, a younger age. They don't have the same uh, stupid relationship around alcohol. 90 something percent of Americans drink alcohol. Why in the world would you uh you know, have such why would you you stifle parents on being able to uh, teach their children on such an important issue? Uh, you know, I I I I think that the government is the worst organization to uh to handle this stuff, and I think that they only have have one trick up their sleeve, and that is arresting people, fining people, threatening people. Uh, I'm just saying there are certain things that kids grow up with, and they look at 18 as as an age of when they can actually do these things. And for a parent to go below that and to take their child with them to do it, you know, is they're acting as an accomplice to a crime. Well, why shouldn't? Okay, I understand what you're saying is there are certain things that the uh, people, strangers, uh, calling themselves the legislature, have written down and called crimes. But to me, if a parent and their kids want to engage in an activity together, whether it's uh, playing with firecrackers or it's teaching your kids how to drink or something like that, I don't see what the crime is because there's no victim. So it's not a real crime in my book, and I think parents should absolutely be able except, to do those except, things. Except for, the, except for the fact that it is already written in your state. It's already written in That doesn't Virginia mean it's a crime. Or, they write a bunch of crap down that's bunch of, it it's just a, nonsense. It is a crime well, if it's written in your state that's an issue of semantics okay bad um like i don't i hate it when uh, ian says this is a crime that's not a crime the fact is um, it's a crime if there's a victim period that's that's your opinion however the the legislators will say otherwise opinion is not the fucking oh we've got to let you go thanks for the call you can't say that on the radio (laughs) Um, 1-800-259-9231 i think that the point that i'd like to make and what was the gentleman's name who knows you don't remember Doesn't matter. Okay. He cursed. Uh, well, Naughty boy. Well, he doesn't hit his... He loses his name because yeah, he said the I don't F-bomb. know who he was. All right. Um, he, uh, I think that the point that he was making as far as... Um, 
you know that, that something's a crime if the, the the government says it's a crime. It was against the law to hide Jews in Germany in the 40s. I understand it's an extreme example, but that doesn't change the fact that governments make stupid laws all the time, and it is incumbent on good people to uh, to, to disobey bad laws. Absolutely now, right. I'm not saying that these are bad laws. I just I'm just not a lockstep Myrmidon, and I'm not going to say, "Oh, Charlie Chris said it was bad, so the, I'm not going to do it." The Charlie ages Chris of, is just is just another man. I don't respect him. Yes, well, uh, I, I, they don't know. People don't know that. We have a national radio show, Mark. How would the hell would somebody over in Washington the, State know who the governor? Who's the governor of Oregon? When I hear their names, the gov- I tend to, to to notice them. Who's the governor of Idaho? Come uh, on, nobody know. knows those who are these tiny people states. are. These are uh, we're talking about. Uh, I'm just saying, be clear with people. Fine. Instead of just dropping names. Charlie Crist, uh, you know, he, the guy was in Florida. That's why I was using the example. He's just another man. What he says doesn't matter to me. That's how I feel about it. In fact, I would say I, not only do I agree with you that good people disobey bad laws, uh, I also would say that it's good parenting to to teach your kids about alcohol. And that may mean teaching them how to drink alcohol. I can tell you that if my parents had bothered to do that with me, which my parents weren't really drinkers, um, but nonetheless. Yeah, mine either. If they, if they had bothered to do that, if they'd taken the time, because they can drink. It's not like they are completely uh, pro- prohibitionist yeah. or something like that. Uh, but if they would have taken the time to teach me how to drink responsibly, I think that would have gone a long way for me and uh, helped me avoid some serious alcohol situations that I got into as yeah. a young adult. In, the, in, in their teenage years, hey, everybody listening, did you have problems drinking when you were in your teens? Yes. That's because pimple fa- pimply-faced 15-year-olds taught you to drink. My, yep. for God's sake, what a stupid idea to let the, the mo- your most valuable possession, um, if, if you call a child a possession, you're, the most valuable thing you have on the, the planet, you're going to turn them over to pimply-faced morons to teach them how to well, do... Well, it's a crime, Mark, it's a crime! Let's see, this is the kind of abdication of responsibility that comes with these lockstep myrmidons that say, well, it's a crime. I mean, yes, it, it may be a crime because the politicians believe that you're too stupid to teach your child how to, to properly use alcohol, which is something that most Americans use. I, I think you have a responsibility as a good parent to ignore that and do it. Teach them. Absolutely. Let's continue with your calls. Tim, listening in Columbus, Ohio, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Tim. Hey, how's it going tonight? Super. What's on your mind? Well, I've actually studied psychology when I was in college, and I was thinking back to the various stages of development of children, and I'm very much of the mind that freedom is a good thing, but with that comes responsibility. And so, in my mind, if a child wishes to get a tattoo or if a parent wishes to get a child a tattoo, start with something non-permanent, such as uh, a stick-on tattoo or a sticker or something or other like that, something that doesn't cost two thousand dollars to surgically remove or something or other like that oh i agree with you that's a sensible thing to do oh yeah no doubt we're not suggesting that these parents um uh, you know (laughs) made good decisions we wouldn't do that i sympathize but at the same time if you open up to lawsuits then you could have parents being sued by children that didn't like what they were named or something similar yeah, but there like has to that. be damage. Yeah, there, you, have to show, to be. you have to show damage um, in, in a proper lawsuit. Um, and I understand we live in a very litigious society, and I'm talking about a world where um, people would be, uh, you know, I'm talking about a world where people would would be less likely to bring lawsuits, say, because the loser would have to pay for the court costs of the winner. Yeah. Oh, um, that would be a wonderful legislation to push through, but I don't think that the Democrats are going to, 
I don't think, think the, the lawyers, lawyers that bad. the lawyers that run this country, and I don't care whether they're Republicans or Democrats, they're never going to go for it. It's just not something that they're going to go for. Um, and and uh, you know, it's just. You know, it's, it's unfortunate that we're never going to that the, that we're stuck with this this flawed constitution and this this flawed judicial system, and it's just never going to change. Why do you, why are you being so negative, Mark? Well, it's not going to change until there's a a, a big thorough uh, you know changing of it. I mean, do you think it's incre- uh, Can you see an incremental change coming in the uh, judicial system? Why would they do that? Not. That's how we got into this mess in the first place. Back in the 1800s, the judicial system operated just fine. And then with the social upheaval coming from World War II, well, actually starting back in the 30s with the Great Depression, we've incrementally had judges become more and more like legislatures rather than pure interpreters and protectors of what the framers had in mind. If we were to get Thomas Jefferson to try and run for president in this day and age now, he'd lose simply because the electorate has moved away from that. Thank you for the call tonight, Tim. I think he's right. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL-CAI toll-free line. So parents, children, making decisions, uh, some people think that it should be absolutely outlawed. And I say that they should make their own decisions, and some of them are going to be the wrong decisions. But you live and learn. And if somebody has been damaged, then yeah, there should be restitution paid. That makes sense to me. But still time for your thoughts on this or anything you want to talk about here. Coming up in Hour 2, 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. Attention, all active duty members and veterans of the U.S. military. Your proud service to your country entitles you with the right to participate in special VA loan programs with benefits not available to the general public, like the ability to purchase a new home with no down payment or mortgage insurance, or refi with cash out up to 100% of your present home equity with less strict credit criteria. You are entitled to these benefits. Review them online at varadio.com. This is Tim Lewis from iFreedom Direct and a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom. I want you to know that as a member or veteran of the United States military, you've earned special rights and privileges. On your feet and get the details at varadio.com. iFreedom Direct Corporation is a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com. varadio.com. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching into the second hour of the live Saturday edition of the program. You can dial in, take control of the airwaves, bring up anything at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. And tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website, the brand new Free Talk Live 2.0. Head over to freetalklive.com as we go. Ladies first, Kathy listening in Fort Lauderdale to WFTL. Hey, Kathy, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello there. Hi. Hey. Um, I'm also a PA, um, and I think at some point we have an obligation as a country to protect children. Um, if mm. we say to someone that uh, you can do whatever your religious ideas or your personal ideas dictate, uh, some children will be in very grave danger. I mean, suppose you uh, suppose a kid fell off of his bicycle in front of your car and you hit him, and the kid is bleeding, and they take him to the hospital, and the parents say, well, it's not my religious beliefs to give the kid a transfusion, and the child dies. Who killed that child? Did you kill the child when you hit him, or did his parents kill him when they said no transfusion? I, I think you run into, I think there has to be certain standards 
Um, Who gets to decide? Well, I I think that there are some laws that have to be made to protect children. But um, to say that you, if there is something that can be done to preserve your child's life, it should be done. So uh, what do you do? Is, what do you do if I decide not to do that, though? At this point, at this point in time, there's there. It's very complicated to do anything about it. You have to go to court. You have to get a court order to have it done. It's, it's done it all the time. It's done in time to change. Yes, sometimes it gets done in time to save that child's life. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, you, you know, you get into things. You talked about circumcision. You know, there's also the female version of circumcision. Uh, the, you know, which is a little more involved in male circumcision. Do you say to somebody, oh, it's okay to do that to, to this girl and to possibly maim her for the rest of her life? Well, I think that there's a different. I think there's a difference between not doing something and doing something. Okay, like the law recognizes a, a, a distinct difference in those things. Um, but you know, I I would say that if if somebody does do that, I think that the best way for that person to be um uh, to, to, to be punished or whatever um, is to allow the, the the girl to come back when she's an adult and do the suing. Because here's the question: is um you know, there's countries that they do this, right? Yes, and okay. it does get done in this country as well. It does happen. It's rare, and it's usually it's done it's it's done below the board. Because it is done below the board. You are right because it is illegal to do in this country. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say it's it's illegal to do the way it's done because it's not done by medical professionals. It's done by religious uh, personnel. Yeah. So, Either way, it's still mutilation. Yeah. It, it, so, I, w- right. I wouldn't really care who did it, but <laughs> right. as far as I, I, I agree, I agree, and I don't think you'll find any doctors who actually do it, but yeah. Uh, it does get done in this country occasionally. So um, I, I think that, you know, do, do you think in those other countries that, uh, that, that that they love their children? I don't think it's a matter of loving their children or not loving their children. Um, but I do think it's, if you, if you will, religious indoctrination. Yeah, I, gr- I agree. Right, I agree, and that's so that's why I'm asking the question: Is what is the point of taking that child away from those people, even if they've done it? Because uh, you can't you can't take it take the child away from them if they're thinking about it, right? You can only do it after they've done it. So, what's the point in taking the child away from them? Because they love the child; they're just crazy. Uh, they've got weird religious views. Yeah, uh, you know it's. I agree because I've had many, many patients in the foster care system, and it's not a great alternative lots of times. However, do you possibly subject that child to additional physical abuse? It's because it amounts to physical abuse. It is physical abuse. Phys- the, the, the tattoos are physical abuse. But I think it's spanking is physical abuse. Or, but but I think well, spanking your kids is physical abuse personally, and uh, yet I'm not willing to take away someone's and, child and, and over it. That's that's the thing. You you have to find a place to draw the line. And but I this think is my problem, Kathy. My, my problem is that somebody else is going to draw that line, right. and it's not their business, and it's not their family, and it's not their line to draw. I say leave people alone. If you feel like kids are in such danger that they need to be rescued, then rescue them, and then let it you know let a uh, custody battle go. If the parents come after you for doing that, I wouldn't necessarily have that much of a problem with people going and rescuing children on their own. But I, I do have a problem with uh, with putative uh, issues, well, putative responses to what parents believe and what they want to do uh, with their with their children. 
So basically, because to me it sounds like you're feeling like children are kind of parents' possessions to do with what they want. No, I no. think children should be able to I emancipate themselves. I think the children themselves. are their own possessions, and they're not yours, and you don't get to decide what um, happens with them. What you're suggesting is a one-size-fits-all governmental system for how kids are raised in this geopolitical designation known as the United States. And I challenge you to say that there's a whole bunch of different cultures out there and you should um, inside the United States, and you should leave them the heck alone because you I, don't I know what's best. I agree with that. I, I agree with that. I am talking about I'm talking about preventing grave physical damage to children. And I think that there has to be a line drawn somewhere because some guy's going to come out and say, well, you know, it's it's part of my beliefs to, uh, you know, take my daughter's virginity away or something like that. I mean, there are you've people got people, Kathy, you, you've got people living out in uh, in places like Arizona and Utah, uh, the FLDS folks yeah, and other get married off to their to their, you know, girls get married off to their mother's. To, to men who are not necessarily yeah. husbands, but to men who are in yeah, their 50s <laughs> who are marrying and having sex with girls as young as, you know, 12 or whatever. And, and you, you, you think those people, you should go in there and steal their, uh, steal their kids and destroy their lives? I think that those children should be taken away from them. Yeah, now, before you go on, you know, you know that this happens in uh, like uh, Guinea, um, you know, uh, New Guinea. I do. Um, should I we do. Go, should we go over there and stop it from happening? No, we can't. We don't have the right to go over there. Well, do well you don't have. The, as far as I'm concerned, you don't have the right to go into these people's house and decide how it is that so, they live there. You never life. have you the right, ma'am. You never okay have the right to, to aggress against people. Physical. You don't. You think it's okay for, for people to have this? I think it's weird as hell. Physically. Physically See, this is, it's, it's, the thing is, is if it's right or if it's wrong, and and you know, if if we're gonna go on a crusade on this, let's get it done. Let's wipe this crap off the planet. Let's, you know, if they don't want to listen to us over there in New Guinea, let's bomb them. If they're really doing something wrong, let's wipe them off the map. For God's sakes, You're being we'll facetious. get rid. Of, I absolutely am because there are lots of people that feel that way. You know, there are people you don't that have feel the right, way. Kathy. Let's bomb them off the planet. I don't. Kathy, I just feel children should be protected from. Physical you feel damage. that your you feel that your view of the world is the right view of the world, and you're willing to inflict it upon other people by force. That's how you feel. I, I have nothing against people's beliefs, except when it when it physically damages a child. But I Kathy, don't think people should have the right to physically damage a child. Some people would say they don't think you should have the right to mentally damage a child and that the people uh, over in FLDS where they're having, well, you know, marrying at age 12 and having sex with uh, 50-year-old men would say that's mentally damaging and, and you already said that they should be uh, they should be uh, had their kids stolen right. from them. So what I'm saying is kids, and, I think those kids should go someplace where they're safe because <laughs> but they believe they're safe there. Let's, let's let's put them in the foster system. They won't they won't get raped well, there. I, I know because I've had I've had children that have been in bad situations. I can't say that's a perfect a perfect situation. See, the but it's the only solution also, you've got. That's your only solution when you use the government to fix these problems. Well, and I'd like to point out, you don't want to prevent harm to children. What you want is to, to, to uh, institute your own rules because if a ch you no, said you said it was a in, in the case of a blood transfusion that uh, you would take the the child away from that parent too, and that's not harming a child. That's preventing that. I did treatment. Not say I would take that away from them. What else, what are I you going to do? Look, what are you going to do? That the child should have the opportunity to live if it's possible. To do. But what are you going to no. do if it's my kid and I say no? What are you going? How are you going to do it without taking my child away? 
you got to send a, without taking the child away. You've got to send a I mean, guy with a, a gun. Suspension of rights. What what if I th- so what if I don't think he's going to what if I don't think he's going to go to heaven if he gets a blood transfusion? I'm sure there's some nut out there that thinks that. And I say uh, you're not doing it, officer. What are your what what if well, I say, officer, so you're not going to do it? Who dies, the parent or the child? <laughs> In that case, it sounds like the the religious nut's going to um you know dis- decide that uh, bite the bullet. Yep, he's probably going to shoot the cop. Kathy, thanks for the call tonight. Thanks for your thoughts. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. You can bring up anything. Talking about the ability to make decisions, very strange decisions perhaps, with uh, involving your children. It's Free Talk Live. Bring up anything. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Boost Kid Essentials, the nutritionally complete drink with 25 essential vitamins and minerals and probiotics to help support your child's healthy growth. Visit us at kidessentials.com. Calling certain foods bad or good doesn't go very far in helping kids understand about balanced diets. Discuss the powers of foods. Carrots are good for your eyes. Fish keeps your heart strong. And how they work together to help kids grow, and they'll remember it even better. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. This is Free Talk Live. It is a live Saturday edition of the program, and you can take control of the airwaves, bring up whatever's on your mind. The toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. Our website got a lot of features over there. In fact, archives going back for an entire year, completely free for you at freetalklive.com. And if you're looking at uh, putting new knobs or pulls in your bathroom or kitchen, before you go to the big box store or the specialty shop, go to uh, internobs.com. Actually, after you've gone and picked out the, the ones that you like, go to internobs.com and uh, check out their prices there. Uh, use code FTL and you'll save an additional 11% off of uh, the purchase price. It's These are wholesale prices at internobs.com. This is a website for decorators, designers, that kind of thing. And uh, so that you, you get their wholesale prices. Use code FTL. You get an additional 11% off. And they have a, even have a closeout section that are 50 to 80% off ridiculously low prices on knobs and pulls. And you get the 11% off on that, too. Code FTL, internobs.com. All right, 800-259-9231. Ladies first, we continue with your phone calls talking about parents, children, and them being able to make decisions that might be a little bit unusual, a little bit different, like whether we're talking about getting tattooed or marrying their children off or various different things. Let's go to Michelle in Tampa listening to WFLA. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hi. Um, Hi, Michelle. If you if you were walking down the street and you saw a father whipping their child with a um, with a uh, leather whip, and it was creating welts and blood, you don't think uh, you would call the cops and have the guy arrested? I think that I would uh, try to shame the man from uh, there. Is what I'd try to do. I mean, you you would try to shame the man. Don't you think you're going to a little bit of an extreme? As far as I mean. Every government has got to have laws or there's total anarchy. And I'm all for the government stepping out of people's lives, believe me. But when it comes down to children, sometimes freaks have kids, and these kids have got to be protected from the freak parents that they have. I agree. I, I absolutely agree that children have and to if be it protected. Means taking someone like that and throwing them in jail because they are creating um, well, I, I think, the same as the tattoo thing. 
no, okay. no, it's not the same. You see, this is the difference. Um, and the fact is, I think that a child is in worse shape being with a with a, a parent that'll beat them senseless and break their bones and things. Um, they're in worse shape with them than they would be in the foster care system or something like that. Um, and in this case, the foster care system isn't terribly safe. And in this case, you're just talking about somebody who gave a tattoo. I think that they, they, they might be a little nutty, but they probably still love the kid, which is more than you can say for the government and the foster care system. Well, no, I, I think the foster care system in this country is disgusting, and I don't think a kid should be taken away because they have a tattoo, but there's, there are ways to prevent it before it happens without taking the child away. I mean, you in have to come up with common sense. Common sense is you can make a law, and you can make the law to, to the point where it is illegal for a parent to get a, a tattoo. They made the law in this case, and it didn't prevent the tattoo. Well, then what they should do, what would prevent it, is money talks, and if you make a fine big enough not only for the person who gives the tattoo, but for the parent without taking the child away, then I don't think that's a reason to take a child away. Well, th- th- Because nine out of ten times, if you've got a parent who's going to get a, a child a tattoo, let's face it, they're not very bright to begin with, and the chances of them ever making any money, nine out of ten times, they're not going to. So this kid's a chance of any kind of restitution is basically not very good when he gets older. Right, and the chance of them getting a fine isn't very good either. Um, so, uh, you know, what's... Paying the fine? Yeah, get, well, the, the, parent, the, the state getting the fine out of the parent, what's the point they in that? They go to jail. If they don't pay the fine, they're going to go to jail, <laughs> maybe, which maybe means the not. kids will get taken away. Right, so, I mean, this isn't a solution. The government isn't a solution in this at this point. They uh, There already presumably is a terrible penalty, whatever it is, for tattooing your kids, and these people say, we didn't do anything wrong. We did this for Jesus. Well, that's because they're freaks. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't. I, I wouldn't dispute that, but I still think they're freaks that love these kids. Why and can't I think you just leave best... them alone? Yeah, why can't you just leave freaks alone? I mean, there will be people who will have different belief systems, and they may think well, that you're the freak for, for not tattooing your children with crosses. Now, wait a minute. My 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 son came to me at 16 and asked for permission to get a tattoo. And I told him, there's no way I'm giving you permission for a tattoo for, for several reasons. One is, at 16, I'm sorry, kids still don't have the capacity to deal with what, what the consequences of this is going to be down the road. At 20 years old, my son came to me and said, I really want to thank you for not letting me get that tattoo. Well, you didn't actually prevent him from getting a tattoo. You prevented him from getting a professional tattoo. Because the, these people made their own tattoo gun, and your son could have done the same thing if he looked it up on the interwebs. He'd have found out how to make a prison tattoo and, and done the, the very same thing. Now, I'm, I'm glad you managed to do that. I think having tattoos is a bad choice. I have some and wish I didn't. Um, but you know, you remember, think... you can't actually prohibit behavior. No, you can't. Well, with kids, you have to learn to talk to them. You have to learn to communicate with them and everything. You know, And kids are still going to make bad choices. Yep. You can't stop a kid from making bad choices. So well, how do you totally. feel about how do you feel about say the uh, the FLDS folks the uh, very religious people that live on their own little uh, plantations or or compounds out in the middle of nowhere raising their children to believe their particular belief system marrying their girls off to men in that compound at ages you know as young as 12 maybe who knows maybe even younger uh, do you think that uh, that they should be left alone or they should be arrested uh, No or... I don't I think that's child rape Child that rape is... That's exactly what it is. A 12-year-old girl, this is beliefs that are being pushed on to these kids that are 
that are going to be very detrimental to them in the future. So how do you know that? They might live their entire lives out on that plantation, on that uh, that particular plot of land. Most of them do. Well, that's child rape. See, this is your this is your my issue with you, <laughs> Michelle, is that you've got a very distinct set of morals, and that's fine. But my problem with you is you want to force them on others by uh, by threat of violence. And I just wonder why can't you just allow people to make their own decisions, even the wrong ones? No, I don't want to force my morals on anybody because there's a lot of things I don't believe in that, as an adult. If other people believe that, that's fine and dandy for well, them. Well, Michelle, I mean, they wouldn't say it's child them. rape. They would tell you this is God's uh, this is God's will, and that they love their uh, their their twelve year old wives. All well, they're nothing more than pedophiles. I'm sorry. And that's all they'll ever be. They're nothing more than pedophiles, and you find most of them are there because that's exactly what they are. Well, uh, no, these, these people are raised in this. No, you, you're, you're jumping to conclusions here. These, these people are raised in this. These uh, these a people. Twelve year old girl. Well, actually, a 12-year-old uh, girl in most cultures, um, at, at one point or another, was considered We're not a grown in those woman. Cultures. We're in the United States. Pretty sure Jerry Lee Lewis married his 13-year-old cousin. Right. Loretta Lynn got married at 13 um, and, and stayed married to her husband until he died. Would you have had him thrown in jail? Back then, yeah. Back then? Yeah. What's that mean? When she was 12 or 13, yeah. Well, but, but they were happy. It doesn't matter, Mark. Michelle knows what's right and wrong, and she's willing to force other people into her moral system. Michelle, you said what? It has nothing to do with a moral system. It has to do with the fact that a 12-year-old girl is still a child. But Loretta Lynn was 13. I'm sorry, you have to protect children from the freaks. But Loretta Lynn was 13 and a coal miner's daughter and got married to a man that she clearly loved enough to stay married to. She was a rich woman. She could have done whatever she wanted, and she decided to stay with this guy. And you would have thrown him in jail, right, Michelle? Back then, yeah. Because you know, that, that you would have thrown him in jail today too, right? Because you know what's right, and you're willing to force people you into your beliefs. You don't know what the outcome is going to be, Michelle. Sorry about that, Michelle. Thanks for the call. 800-259-9231. I'm sorry you can't be allowing toward other people and differing belief systems. 1-800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. It's Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supply, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We've got a Facebook profile, and you can go and become a fan. It's free, of course. Head over to facebook.freetalklive.com. That's facebook.freetalklive.com. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy for you to get your own .com domain name, whether it's an e-commerce, business website, or just a personal blog. You can create your very own website with their free web builder tools and templates. Use the code FTL, as in Free Talk Live, and sign up at HostGator.com to receive your first month completely free with code FTL at HostGator.com. All right, we're going to continue here uh, with your phone calls in a moment. I just wanted to make one comment here. We've talked to some folks tonight 
I think that would best be described as busybodies. Uh, I understand where they're coming from in that they believe that there are certain things that are right and wrong. As far I as agree with how, what, the, what their assertions are on what is right and wrong. I, I well, agree. Well, that's just it. At one point, uh, we were asked, or I think we were, yeah, we were both asked, you think it's okay to do blah, 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 you know, fill in the blank of whatever thing that most parents wouldn't do with their kids, right. whether it's giving them a tattoo or I don't think drinking with them. Or, I don't think it's okay to tell your kid, um, you know, stories about, uh, I, I, I quite honestly don't believe it's okay to tell your children um, you know, religious views that I disagree with. I believe that telling people fantasy stories, whether it's about Zeus or, or Odin or, or, or Vishnu or Jesus, all these fantasy stories that are out there, um, maybe not Jesus as much as uh, Noah, um, I'm, there's certainly some fantasies that surround Jesus, but you know, telling these stories, I think that, that you shouldn't do that to your kids, but I wouldn't take kids away from people that did that. That's the difference between uh, us and some of the folks that have been calling tonight is that what we're talking about, and we've talked about various different things from parents tattooing their kids to uh, refusing medical treatment uh, of their, with their children and, and having their kids consent in those, uh, in those areas. We've talked about a variety of different things that are off the beaten path from what most parents would do. Do I think those things are okay? In many cases, no, I don't think they're okay. I think that it's in many in many ways wrong to deny your kids medical treatment, for instance. I don't think it's very appropriate to be marrying uh, somebody at age 12. I don't think they're ready to make that decision, not in our society, not in the world we live in. However, just because I disagree with it doesn't mean I'm willing to aggress against my neighbors over my belief system. And the people that we've talked to so far in this hour absolutely have been willing to aggress. And that's what the problem is. And and it's folks like that that will never be free. And and they don't probably don't want to be free, and which is fine. Uh, but if you ever really want to be free in your life, you have to learn to allow others to make choices that you wouldn't make for your own life. Not everybody has to be the same. We don't all have to make the same parenting decisions. Many people will make decisions that are very, very different from yours and that you would never uh, make for your kids. And that's the way things are. You should just leave them alone if you want to be left alone because what if the tables were turned? What if all of a sudden the people that are in the uh, the FLDS, and I know you're going to say, oh, it's unrealistic. This will never happen. And okay, fine. Uh, but just think about it for a moment here. What if the tables are turned and all of a sudden people that believe differently from you as far as what your value set is and what your moral systems are get in charge of the government that you and your people are now currently in charge of? That happened to me, I can tell you that. People that have different value sets than me are in charge of the government. And then they just decide to rewrite the laws so all of a sudden the way you're raising your children becomes illegal. Are you going to bitch and moan then about your freedoms at that point? Well, hey, turnabout is fair play, right? And sure, it's very unlikely that FLDS will get in control of that sort of thing. But I can tell you, FLDS is in control of the governments of the areas where they are uh, heavily uh, amounted, where there are a number of FLDS people. They are very influential in those uh, Yeah, in those many areas. of them are in government and the police and that kind of thing. So they have to bring in state organizations because the local ones won't do it. So just just remember that if, as long as you want to start controlling what your neighbors are doing with their children, whether it's whether they can drink with them or not, something as benign as that, or marrying their kids off or whatever, when when you decide you want to control others, you're only setting yourself up down the line to uh, to be controlled. Right, and I think that uh, I think that the children, if they are harmed, that they should be able to bring a tort uh, case against these parents, that they should be able to bring them uh, bring them to justice in in a, in a in a court of law, and then yeah, if if uh, you know, bring them up on charges and have them not not criminal charges, but have them pay a. Uh, 
you know, pay restitution. If the parents can't pay restitution because they're, you know, too freaky and weird or whatever, as, as uh, somebody suggested, as far as I'm concerned, they should be obligated to pay. Not under the current uh, sort of situation where somebody can say, oh, I can't pay, sorry, but they should actually have to pay. Like work camps or something like that? I don't know. Something. Let's go to Come Eric. Come up with the money. Listening to WCHV in Charlottesville. Uh, Eric, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. No problem. What's on your mind tonight? I've just been listening to all these people who you're talking to, and I, I absolutely completely agree with you. People are, are, are amazing how, one, they expect the government to decide what's moral and that they should, the government will enforce it, which, the, you know, they, their ideas of morality are, are not, you know, what you'd expect in your own household. But also the fact that you know they can take their own these, these own morals and beliefs in their own hands, like you know I think the government you know when it was first created the constitution believed that you know the people had the right to give the government rights you know that's where it used to be and now the government gives the people rights and I think that the social programs you know, that that people have been um, have been voting for and and for some reason appreciating in some ways haven't realized that you know. They're, they don't walk there with their own feet anymore. The government tells them where to go, what to do, and, and how to think, and what, what morals they should believe in. I would disagree on a minor point, and that is that uh, government doesn't give people rights. Uh, people just, if you believe in rights, and I like the idea, I think that people have rights by, na- by virtue of the fact that they're human beings. Although I understand what you're saying is that the government would like people to believe that it gets, uh, that they get their rights from the government. That you know, the government yeah. came first, chicken and the egg. The government came first, and without government, we wouldn't have rights. There are uh, the statists out there that want people to believe that, but I think that's. Uh, and I think you'd agree that that's backwards. I just want to make sure we are clear on that. Absolutely. The, the problem is that, that people aren't, don't, um, you know, stand up. They, they've become spineless towards the government's, you know, as you said, like the fictitious belief that uh, the people don't have the rights anymore. And you have situations like when in New Orleans, when the uh, the mayor and the senator took away the guns from the people for the, the greater good um, reasons, and, and they allowed it to happen, and now they can't even get their guns back and stuff like that. It's, just, it's unbelievable. And then, of course, the state makes a law that says that they can no longer take the guns away from the people. I thought that like, was a, you know, the, I thought that was sorry, the federal government taking the guns away from uh, people down there, and, and I thought it was sorry, not just might, in New Orleans. I thought it was in like Biloxi and all kinds of places like that. Yeah, you might you might be right. It might have been the federal government, but government in general, people need to realize the Constitution is, is their rights. And, you know, if someone's walking down the street, like Michelle was talking about in Florida, if you see some father whipping their child into a bloody pulp and, you know, you don't do anything about it or expect the government to do something about it, you can do something about it. You, there, that's the purpose of the Constitution, the purpose of the judicial system that we've set up. And people have, you know, the, the power in their own hands to make a difference if they think that something is wrong. I, I agree with you. I think that if, if you see a child or you know of a child, maybe a neighbor a child or something like that, is being abused in a, in a way that you consider absolutely untoward and hor- horrifying or whatever, and you want to go and rescue that child, I think you should be able to do that. that at that point, though, you're taking a bit of a risk because there is the chance that the child did not want to be rescued. And in that case, then you should you ask him. Right, right. You, you should I, I make it very that. clear. I agree with you. There, there is a, a risk factor in getting involved with other people's business. Yes. You know, like these ladies who are, are saying that, you know, you need to take that child away from those people for, you know, whatever moral reasons they believe in. And I'm a strong believer in, you know, the world is a big place, you know, despite how small it's become. And people have different, you know, beliefs, different societies, different religions, and I might not agree with all of them, and I might, you know, think a lot of them are quite evil. 
but that doesn't mean you necessarily go in there and you turn their world world upside down and then perhaps you know screw up a happy life that might seem weird or wrong absolutely right you are right on thank you eric so much for your thoughts tonight i appreciate hearing from you you go back to the story of the flds compound in texas that was raided and over 400 children were separated from their parents Almost all of those kids are back. I yeah, think the government actually 100% gave them back. Of them are back. I mean, you know, if the, the the women that were on here, and I, I I appreciate where they're coming from. I don't want to seem like I'm vilifying them. It's just that their solutions stink. The government gave them back. The government went in and took those people's kids, and then they went in and gave them back. So they t- completely turned all of those uh, lives upside down, and it just aggressed against those people and ruined their lives at that point in time. And it was awful what they did, and they shouldn't have done it. Those people were living happily, and if they didn't want to live there, you know, they could have run away and found shelter and found safety elsewhere. They didn't. They liked their lives. Leave them alone. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You are invited to take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free. It's the live Saturday edition, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free, so enjoy those on us, including our chat room. You can go and get interactive with other Free Talk Live listeners during the show, any old time, actually. It's open 24 hours a day, but the best time is during live shows at chat.freetalklive.com. Critical thinking question. Why would something that's so good for us, like public education, need to be imposed upon us with the use of force and funded by the use of force? Maybe something else is going on. School Sucks Podcast is a show about the end of public education. Visit SchoolSucksProject.com to learn more. SchoolSucksProject.com. All right. We continue taking your phone calls about whatever you want. Uh, Mary is in Missouri, and you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Mary. Hello. Hey. Um, I'm not a happy camper right now about taxes. Is that going to be an issue? <laughs> oh, I don't care much for taxes. What's um, on your mind? Okay. Well, I, I'm, I'm a single parent. I make $26,000 a year. Okay. Not much, you know. And by the end of April, I have to come up with six thousand dollars, <laughs> or they're going to start garnishing my wages. Oh, and geez. I asked my supervisor, you know, how much they could take from it, and she said fifty percent of my pay. Wow, that's ridiculous. How am I supposed to live and put my daughters through college on that? That's ridiculous. I am so mad right now. I'm well, you sorry. know what's most ridiculous? I, I share, I completely understand where you're coming from. Uh, what's most ridiculous is that Americans, and it goes back to something that I think it was Eric that was talking about earlier, that Americans are just so damned obedient, they'll go along with whatever sort of awful, terrible orders these government people give them. So the, if business owners had a pair, if business owners had some level of courage, they would allow their employees to take home 100% of what they're owed and basically basically tell the government to go F themselves. You know, and I know that, you know what, I was talking to my mom about this, and she goes, well, if you don't do this, you're going to end up in jail. And I said, well, what are they going to do if I end up in jail? Are, uh, you know, I can't earn no money in jail. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I, they... I'm, almost, I'm almost to the point to say screw I'm sorry. You can say I'm screw. I'm going to talk screw. very, very radio-like. <laughs> I'm going to just, you know, blank them and whatever. I am to the point I cannot... You know, this is like a burden on me. I have so much that I have to do around my home, and, you know, my daughter needs a new car. I need a new car. And then they're, like, like to me, just putting, a, like you said, mafia. They're just you the know, mafia. Do the, yeah, 
Well, yeah. Mark, do you remember when we had Michelle Seven on the show? Uh, we found out about her from the guys over at Motorhome Diaries, motorhomediaries.com. Michelle Seven is also a mother, and I don't know how many kids she has, but I think it's more than one. And she has basically decided to publicly stop paying taxes. She has made it uh, an issue, and she has uh, basically said she's not going to support this federal government. She's not going to uh, to pay her money to them on a voluntary basis. And whatever comes, comes. And she's willing to uh, to accept whatever happens. She's going and you to- know what? I- with her because you know what who cares if obama has all these big gay laws and all this stuff and the big jet he flies and this and that i'm not paying twenty six hundred dollars would really do me a, a lot of good it could put a down payment on a car for me or my daughter absolutely you know twenty six twenty six hundred um, bucks won't buy them a shrimp cocktail at uh, in a washington <laughs> dc uh, a gala event and and then by the way if you try to sneak in they're going to make a big deal about it and threaten to throw you in jail after you I'm, paid for I'm, it. I'm just I'm fed up with it. And you know, um, I was I was late on my taxes and sure you I, were. Well well my daughter says, Well that was your fault. You should have had and taken out your check and and you know what? They sent me a three hundred and fifty dollar fine. I'm like, What? A three hundred fifty I don't my my high risk credit cards aren't gonna pay that much. Yeah, you're just a resource uh, for them. That's all that uh, taxpayers labor. are. Yeah, you're just a resource. They're exploiting people, and people assist them in their exploitation. People have been so brainwashed, just like the School Sucks podcast would tell you over at schoolsucksproject.com, uh, that they've been brainwashed by these government indoctrination camps to believe that there's some sort of duty or obligation to take the money that you earn and give it to a bunch of strangers calling themselves your representatives and your servants uh, and in Washington, you know what? Exactly. You know what? I want them to come and do my job. You know, what, what they're asking is about two months pay for me. You come and do my job. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and, and on top of that, um, these these uh, these criminals expect you to fill out a their little government form. They, not only do they expect to take a portion oh. of your labor, but they expect you to work for free filling out their stupid oh. paperwork. And don't exactly. make any mistakes you know either. About the census, I'll tell you nothing about that. I, the lady come here, like, what was the last time that the census come? And she started asking me all these questions about what I made and all this stuff. And I said, I'm not going to answer you. Good and I closed you. the door on her. And, you know, she come back here ten times knocking on my door wow. and bothering me. You know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to answer your questions. You know, you know what I'm going to do next this this year because it's this year they're going to be sending the census people around. Uh, I will be uh, have a charged video camera waiting for me right next to my front door. So whenever the census bureaucrats come up, I'll uh, have a bunch of pre-written or pre-thought of questions to ask them about the nature of the morality of what uh, what the company that I'm the just gonna, organization they work for if, is doing. If they ask me questions, I'll answer any questions they have as long as the person that's asking those questions is willing to answer the questions to me. What what the same questions? <laughs> yeah. The same questions. You know, I, I want to know your name, your social security number, your date of birth. I want to know all this stuff. And, uh, you know, just you give me that information and I'll answer the silly questions. Just I'm not going to answer know, one fi- of them. Finally, what I had to do is I post a no trespassing thing, at, like our city ordinance, no trespassing on my door. And finally, they went away. But 10 times, ten times coming and knocking and bothering me, that's ridiculous. Mary, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. And I'd like Mary's to see- a brave soul. Yeah, she is. She's <laughs> pretty courageous. We need more Americans like her. Americans that are willing to take just a little bit of risk. That have had it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you got to start out by having had it. We need more Americans like her and more people like her from around the world here in New Hampshire. We'll tell you more about the Free State Project coming up. If you love liberty, that is. You can't be, you know, in my opinion, a part-time lover of freedom. You have to really love freedom enough to understand that you 
uh, in order to be free, must, as we were talking about earlier, allow people, allow other people to be free, even those people with different belief systems as you. And they all being, do. Just here's right. a surprise. All people have a different belief system than you. And that being free means being allowed to live your life however you want, so long as you aren't harming another person without their consent. 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. We continue with, I believe we have uh, Adrian on the line listening to WTAR in Boynton Beach. Hey, guys. Hey, Adrian, what's on your mind tonight? Hey, I was listening to you guys. Um, I think we pretty much uh, agree on most issues, but I wasn't really sure. Um, I think one of you guys were saying something about with uh, blood transfusions, with uh, religion. Um, families ought to be able allowed to, say, allow their kids to die or whatever. Um, I, 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 was I straight on that? I, I know you guys weren't, weren't for it. You didn't like it, but, that, but the families ought to have the right to... Well, I think that I think that really the the decision is uh, falls upon the child. And there's case after case in the United States where a child says, you know, 12 years old or something like that. I'm just the the, the most recent one I can think of went on in Minnesota, I think, and it was a, a as old as 16. Yeah, yeah, as old, old as 16. But this in this case, it was a 12 year old boy who said that I don't want to get cancer treatment. In this case, I don't even think it was religious. I think he just was sick and tired of chemo. Yeah. Which, by the way, my father and my grandmother. Um, both decided that you know chemo wasn't for them, and they went ahead and died of cancer. Um, so he said he just he would prefer to die, and the court said no. And uh, the mother ran away with him, and uh, then they found her and, and drug him on back and tried to treat the kid. And I I don't know what's going on with him right now, but yeah, that's that's basically yeah. it. I believe that people should be able to make their own decisions. Yeah, that that's, that sounds fine. Now, what if it was just a, a purely religious reason? Suppose um, maybe okay, let's just use the same age, like twelve years old. Yeah. Um, just it doesn't matter uh, for religion. me what the reasons are. Right. What matters I, I is whether they I think that a religious reason, reason is a philosophical reason, and I think that um, you know that's fine. If you believe that a man in the sky told you to do it, okay, who am I to tell you that it's not true? Now, now, now what do you guys do with like the whole problem of in, in contracts and legal contracts? There has to be capacity. Like someone can't make a legal contract if they're drunk, and and one of the things is they have to be of of a legal age. So I mean, I mean, does it? I mean, is there really that capacity there? Do we, are we just uh, disregarding capacity? Or? Well, I, th- I think that in this case, capacity has to be assumed because it's not like a, a contract where you can choose to get into it or not. You've got cancer. You don't have a choice. So at yeah. that point, you're, you're asking yeah, somebody I, I, who, who's I think, best I think, to make I think that decision. I think, I, think, I think that's a black and white issue. Um, I, I, don't, I don't think that's really – I'm trying to get off a little more, a little more on the gray because it's like we, we understand the black and white issue. Let's – like try to complicate a little bit. You know, just suppose that it is a religion. I mean, would that kid? What if? I mean, you know, if that's the, the kid, it's totally healthy and it's real easy for the kid to to say live. Um, should the parents allow that child to die, or they have a, a responsibility? Okay, so um, you're, you're you're coming up with a fictitious scenario like the the kid has yeah. some disease. They're perfectly healthy and, and and stable right now, but if they get this shot, they'll be saved. And if they don't get the shot, they'll die. And Jesus right. told these parents that they shouldn't get the shot, right? Allegedly. Yeah. All right. right I'll tell you what, we'll come back and talk about it if you don't mind. Hang on, bring it back after the news in hour number three eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. Plenty of time for your calls about whatever might happen to be on your mind. That's why we call the show Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. The number again, 800-259-9231. And coming up, I think we've got a giveaway to do sometime tonight, so we'll be doing that as well. This is Free Talk Live. How long can you hold your breath? (sighs) Not long. 
After air, water is the most critical factor for life. There are dozens of toxic substances in tap water, even pharmaceutical drugs that city processing can't remove. Sadly, most bottled water isn't much better. The chemicals in the bottles themselves are a serious health concern and a huge environmental problem. Filtering your own drinking water is the logical answer. You'll have a much better quality of water and save a bunch of money, too. Aquasana filters are thorough and more affordable per gallon than even pitcher-type filters. Aquasana is consistently voted the best choice by Consumers Digest. The filters are easy to use and install. Call 866-NO-BOTTLE to order or link online through freetalklive.com. If you'd like a 20% discount, and who wouldn't, when ordering online, use the discount code FTL. Again, that's FTL. Or call toll-free 866-NO-BOTTLE and tell them we sent you to get a great discount on all Aquasana products. Drink smart, 1-866-NO-BOTTLE. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching into the third hour of the program, and you can take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. All night, we've been talking. General theme, there's been some discussion about taxes, but the general theme overall has been the issue of parents and children and what decisions they should be able to make together. With consent of all parties. Some people would say, well, kids can't consent to the to uh, things like getting a tattoo or to not having uh, you know, chemotherapy treatment or getting married to somebody at age 13. Kids can't consent to these things. Well, I say they can. Uh, Mark, you point out that folks that uh, that individuals that feel they have been damaged by their parents later on in their life should be able to sue to get damages from their parents, uh, parents and, and that makes sense to me. But other people are out there saying that, no, no, kids can't make these decisions. And in fact, if parents try to make these decisions with kids, their, their children should be taken from them. And I think that is just the most awful thing to, uh, to say, that you know what is moral and what is not, and that you're willing to force your morals on others by the threat of violence. Because if you don't give up your kids, well, then men with guns are going to force you into a cage. And there's a good chance they might put you into a cage anyway, depending on what uh, alleged crime against the state uh, that, that you've committed. So there's a lot of different aspects to, the, to this. And we actually have Adrian on the line with us here uh, listening to WTAR in Boynton Beach. And Adrian, you were trying to, to uh, ask a question and we ran out of time in the last hour. Can you recap that question for us, for our listeners just tuning in? Yeah, yeah, it was just about, uh, I guess, uh, about, about the nature of capacity. Um, say, 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 a kid um, who say he wants to die, he's part of the say LDS, and and um, you know, he's saying this is uh, Jesus told me so, or the Bible tells me so that I should allow myself to die. I, I'm not, I don't have cancer or anything. I can live a perfectly normal life. Um, am I am I old enough? Am I old enough to to make this decision? Well, uh, I, I give you, I give you my opinion, like what what I've come to, and we can discuss it after that. Sure, if if you'd like, that's fine. Okay, okay, yeah, I, I just I think there is an age that there has capacity definitely has to be a, a part of of contracts. Uh, I would say, and, and we all believe in property rights, but but the, but the thing here, the line of demarcation is is like without without life, you can't have property rights. And I, I'm so against like any group of people, especially if it's the government, take you know want to take away some kids from parents. But if it comes to life, you know, when someone could, I, I know it can get really complicated, but, you know, if, if their life, if they could live a totally normal life, um, I, I just I just think that, 
I don't think religions religions more like it just seems like a cop out just because it could, it could well, be fantasy. You, I, I understand. I, I'm, you know, I, I get where you're coming from on religion, but um, as far right. as I'm, you really can't argue. That's a black hole of arguing because if somebody says Jesus came to me in a dream and said I can't take right, no exactly. medicine, you can't argue that. Like arguing right. is done, logic is over. So, um, what you have to do in this case, this isn't about capacity in the same way as signing a contract is, because if, for instance, you're comparing a 12 year old that has some fatal disease and doesn't want to get treated for it, um, versus say a 12 year old who wants to sign up for the military, um, in one case, you know, you're you're sort of talking about a positive action. He would be going into the military, so you would have to decide capacity. In the other case, you're talking about a negative action. He's going to die if he doesn't get medical treatment. You wouldn't stop that same – you couldn't stop that same kid from committing suicide, but you want to get involved in his, his and his parents' decision. And, you know, you're, you're, uh, he, that kid does have capacity because in, in not making a decision, um, you know, sort of the negative decision, it, it, a person's position is much stronger. Don't you agree? Oh, yeah. I, I agree, and so see, this is like, it's kind of funny because this kind of like ties into abortion because I understand um, the distinction between negative rights and positive rights, and I'm totally for negative liberty and for the most overwhelming most part against positive liberty. The only way I'd make an exception for this is when it comes to the issue of life, uh, and it ties into abortion too because I believe that parents do have a right to have a positive responsibility because they engage in that contract. Um, and, you know, biblical ideas. No, you, dude, you've got a black hole that you've set yourself up for. Because if you believe in life and you believe the government can control life, then the government gets to control what you eat, what you smoke, what you do, where you drive, everything. Because life is affected by these things. Cars kill more people than anything, you know, than, uh, you know, cigarettes and cars and bad eating kill people more than anything. If you want to control life, then you're, you've, you've given the government, uh, government every power that they already have. No, 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 no. The only power that that uh, government should have is just uh, is like uh, negative rights. It protects uh, life, life, liberty, life. When, it, when life have they done property. that? Can, can you give me an example oh, of the government oh, doing oh, they that? They don't do that. All right. So, so I don't think we really. So I think you're 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 asking the fox to guard the hen house in that particular instance. No, no, no I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like with with a, with a baby, for instance, a parent owns uh, has positive rights for a child, at least to feed it, right? Uh, positive rights for a child, meaning. Meaning, meaning that the, the the parents should feed the kid whether the child. Like, what are you going to do if they old. don't? Well, the, the the child dies. I mean, isn't right. that how like, would you, how murder? would you know? How would you know? Yeah. Um. That's a good question. I right. guess, uh, I mean, this I guess, is this I mean, is this is the, the the long haul down trying to get into people's lives. Um, I, you know, I I think you're absolutely right that uh, that somebody has you know done something terrible if they decide not to feed their child and the child dies right. of malnutrition. And you understand we're talking about a very very uh, small segment of society here. But exactly. what are you what are you gonna what are you gonna do with them? Uh, you know, they've killed their child. Now what? Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess, I guess we go. I mean, we gotta have some law. I mean, it's not, it's not like we just go like total anarchy. I mean, I mean, everybody, even even anarchists, aren't against like total law or aren't against like any law whatsoever. I mean, if there's I don't think murder, you can. I don't think you can leave. Um, I don't. I don't think you can make uh, statements for anarchists. But go ahead. Uh, what was this about murderers? Oh, I'm I'm just saying. I mean, even in, uh, if someone's an anarcho-capitalist, they're not. Um, it doesn't mean they're against all law. They're just they're just against you know sort of. Um, Laws that are over and above 
that that um which which well, um I'm, gets force front. Yeah. I'm a, I'm of the opinion that if 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 you know that a parent isn't feeding their infant and um you you know you should you should do something about it. I think that there there's some organization should get in there and take that baby yeah. away from those people. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not arguing for a totalitarian society by any means. Adrian, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Let's go to the ladies. Lori is listening to W or to KMed actually in Medford, Oregon. Uh, Lori, you're on Hello? Free Talk Live. Hi, I just have kind of more of a biblical worldview on the attitude with the children. Yeah. I don't, I don't think with the tattoos that anybody should have the right to take the kids away from the parents or anything like that, unless there's, you know, physical bodily harm done to the child, you know, beating them up or trying to drown them or, you know, doing the, the that kind of murder thing or we anything agree. like that. However, it does state in the Bible that anybody, whether they claim to be a Christian or not, if they do anything to harm these children, that they'd be better to have a millstone tied around their neck and thrown into the Red Sea. He's talking about God's so, talking about His children, and um, he just said thusy. Um, he's, ta- he's, he's, um, he's talking about His children, which means he's referring to all of us. And really, what he's talking about is leading them astray. He's not get- talking about well, harming. In, in this one particular, in one particular verse that I'm talking about, is Jesus was telling they, the disciples were trying to take not let the children come to him. They, they thought he was too busy for that. I don't that. believe those two and verses he, are related. Uh, in this case, you're talking about if a person would rather have a, um, that that if somebody would lead someone, lead one of my children astray, they would rather have a millstone tied around their neck and be thrown well, into the sea. Well, they're meant adults or children, either way, you know, it, it's a protection of children, period. He does have a special protection towards children because they are too young to make decisions for themselves, or they don't have the capacity. So what, so what kind of decisions? You said that you think that uh, parents can tattoo their children. What kind of decisions do you think that children uh, cannot make? I just feel like that they might need to be, because they see it on TV and they think it's cool and this and that, is why they would decide to. They don't think that they have the realm in their brains and they can't wrap wait it around. Wait a minute, wait a minute. The story you might not have heard uh, originally, the story we were talking about was a group of religious uh, folk, uh, people, religi- very religious parents who tattooed crosses onto their children. So is that something that uh, the children, is that a decision they can make? That's the part of the story I didn't get to hear, I guess, then, yeah. because... Um, they they said they did it for religious reasons. Well, they, they were crosses, and they tattooed them on five oh, of their six children. They didn't. And not not everybody who wears a cross, and not everybody who who says that they you know are Christians are, are followers of Jesus I'm, Christ. I'm jumping to a conclusion here that somebody that would tattoo their what was the youngest age um, seven year old child with a cross. Um, they didn't have it, tattoo him though. They decided he was too young. Oh, the seven the seven year old was the one that yeah. did not get tattooed. Um, so let's let's say the youngest one was ten. I'm jumping to a conclusion that those people did it for religious reasons. I want to bring Lori back and find out what she thinks that kids shouldn't be able to agree to here because I'm still kind of confused. More coming up. You can take control. This is Free Talk Live. Guys, do you have trouble getting women or ever wonder why she chooses to jerk instead of you? Do you want to know what she really wants in a man? Welcome to SchoolofDating.com, the site that will teach you how to build confidence and pick up women without losing your self-respect. SchoolofDating.com offers live dating shows, free chat line, coaching, and much more. Whether you're single, dating, married, or just need motivation when it comes to women, we'll show you how to get there. SchoolofDating.com, we're more than just a dating site, we're a lifestyle. 
Talk Live. It's the Saturday edition of the program. We're here live taking your calls about whatever's on your mind. You can dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Don't forget to join us online. We've got a lot of different ways for you to listen to this program. Of course, we've got our podcast, which, by the way, has been uh, the quality level on that has been increased by 50%. It's sounding even better than ever. That's free, of course. You can also get live streaming 24 hours a day. Uh, webcam is available during the live programs. And uh, even our brand new Free Talk Live listen lines. Go and get all the details over at listen.freetalklive.com. If you hate making those extra trips out to the car to carry in the grocery bags, um, listen to this. For the last few months at my house, we've been using the Tota Sack. It's a handle made of 100% recycled polymer right here in the U.S., and it's designed to simplify all kinds of carrying tasks. You can go to totasack.com, that's T-O-T-A-S-A-K.com, and check it out and get a family pack today. It's Totasack. They carry more than you can. A lot more. Totasack.com. Coming up here tonight, uh, at some point you're going to have a chance to win a two-pack of the Totasack. You'll get to see exactly how great these things are. And once you uh, once you will, or once you do, you'll be like me and you'll recommend them to all your friends because they're really great and uh, quite convenient. So keep listening for the special contest line at that time. It's not the normal number, which is 800-259-9231. When we go back to your phone calls, Laurie is still with us, I believe, listening in uh, Medford, K-Med. Laurie, you're back on Free Talk Live. Now, I was, I was a little confused about what you were getting at before. You said you're very religious, and that uh, you... I didn't say I was very religious. I said I was a follower of Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, well, anyway, you, you are religious, and you uh, you have certain belief systems, but I, I'm a little confused as to what they are. At first in your call, it sounded like you were okay with parents uh, and their children getting tattoos for their children. Later, you made it sound like you didn't think that was a good idea. So, what, well, I No, I never said I was okay with it. Okay. What I said was any any time that you're in the position to hurt a child or you just choose to hurt a child that you know you'll have you know the lord's pay it, it doesn't matter what society tells you it doesn't matter what the government says it doesn't matter what any of that stuff if there's not been a law for it we should always follow the laws but if there hasn't been a law made up for that Sort of why, why would you whoa, 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 hold on? Now you've gone off on a tangent that I would like to explore a little bit. You said we should always follow the laws. You mean man laws? Well, it does say too in the Bible that you have to follow the laws that the, that creates for man. But the, the most important laws are the ones of God first. Well, um, you know, in in the times of uh, slaves and the times that the uh, the Nazis were hunting down Jews, um, people would hide these uh, these these individuals in their homes from the authorities. Um, the the people that were carrying out man's law. Do you think that those people were going against God's law by doing that? You know, I I, I do think so. What? You think it doesn't mean that it, it doesn't mean that I approve of it. Wait, she it thinks just what? It means that you are supposed to. And you know, you're going off on a little bit of a tangent. Are we? Way, are we communicating you know, correctly? Or can we make sure we're not a moral law? That there's difference between civil laws and moral laws. You follow God's law comes first. Okay, here's an example. If I was told that I couldn't say a prayer, if I was sitting in a restaurant and I was praying to myself quietly, and some and the law come up to me and said, I can't do that. I would tell them that I'm sorry, you'll have to take me to jail or give me whatever punishment you see fit. Because the lo- God's laws come before human laws. You're, you, oh, you're, you're willing to, to stand up to the authorities for muttering to yourself, but you're not willing to stand up to the authorities about killing an individual? You've got a messed up religion. No, I meant that that's when I would stand up against the law. But you just the, said, against, that, I, I, I thought that I heard you said, and, and I'll apologize here if I was well, mistaken. I 
myself. I restated myself. Okay. I said, I'm sorry. Actually, I don't approve of that. Even though that I said, moral laws, God's moral laws come before. So then, in that case, uh, and so in that case, when um, loving one another and uh, you know treating people, you know protecting people from people that would do them them violence is more important than man's law, right? Say that again. So in that case, uh, bring the Jews back up, right? You know the Jews protecting the Jews um, from you know the the Nazis that would kill them. I don't them. even care if it's Jews. I would say protecting anybody from from genocide would be if I was protecting the people in Darfur also. I mean, okay. it doesn't so, matter that they're Jews. You right, misunderstood, Mark. Okay, uh, yeah, I, I I did, and and I apologize. Um, the uh, but n- now I guess I have to ask question: Why bother even? Why even bother with man's laws if God's laws are the only laws that really count? And whenever okay. man's laws get trumped, then man's laws go away, then why not just God's laws? Did, did well, God institute these broad. people against that's you? A little bit, that's, that's not fair. That's a little bit broad. As some of the people have already said on the program earlier, you got to have a few so that people just don't go crazy and just do whatever the heck they want. You that think that words right. on paper prevent people from going crazy and doing what the heck they want? In some ways, I think it, it calms things down quite a bit. I don't see any evidence you of that. It seems to me that crazy people will do whatever they want to do. Hmm? You wouldn't want people to break into your house and kill your family. I can tell you that it, I think that's against God's law. Run around and do that words, without laws of doing that. Words on paper don't prevent people from breaking into my house and killing my family. And the fact that there's a cop somewhere in town doesn't prevent and that and from you know, happening you either. You have a right to your opinion, but it all comes back to my main thing is... You know, not everybody also, you said that you made an assumption that these people were doing it over religion with the crosses and all that stuff. Well, you know, Madonna made it popular to wear a cross, too, but she's not a Christian. Right. So it's not to say that they did this for Christian beliefs or Christian reasons unless you heard them so say that. So you think that, that is it? Well, okay, well, what does it matter? Whether they did it for religious beliefs or not, do you think that those kids should have been able to be tattooed by their parents? Not the younger ones, I don't think so. What, what age would you draw the line? I would say at about thirteen. What do you want to do to the What do you want to do to the parents for uh, for tattooing their ten year old? I don't want to do anything to. I don't think they should go to jail. I don't think they should have their kids taken anything away That's from good. them. But I think that they should, you know, realize that they can't make decisions for the children. I agree. Children should be able to make the decisions for themselves, but at 13, there is, even in the Bible, it says that there is an age of accountability. So would you say that you would just simply ostracize those parents and let them know you think they were wrong? Would that be about the extent? Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm with you on that. Thank you so much, Lori, for the call. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. I think ostracism can be very, uh, very powerful uh, influencing force. And I'm I'm aware that people that um, you know wear crosses that don't necessarily believe in Jesus or whatever. I'm aware of that. I just believe in this particular instance where a family tattoos four, five of their six children, um, a woman, a woman in the family does it that, you know, and it's all crosses. I just figure and I'm, I'm, t- I'm, go- I'm taking taking a little step out in, 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 uh, in into the, the realm of, of assumptions here. I'm just guessing that they did it for religious reasons. Let's does continue. it say in the story, by the it way? It doesn't make it clear. It uh, let's go to Charles listening in Charlottesville to WCHV. Hello, Charles. Charles, in Charlottesville, you're on the air. Doctor, an herbal um, doctor from um, Virginia, and I just wanted to point out that by children um, refusing chemotherapy and radiation doesn't necessarily mean they want to die, that they choose to die, but rather that they choose to live But uh, by uh, another method. They don't want to die by chemo or radiation, which uh, kills a lot more people of 
cancer than doing nothing at all. Right. I, I did. I, you know, I also didn't mean to uh, to suggest that the only sorts of medicine out there are, um, you know, the the regular. What do they, I call it? Allop- allopathic medicine. Yeah. The the cut, burn, poison. Uh, you know, form of medicine. I don't mean that. I just think that people should be free to choose the form of medicine that they wish to have practiced on them. Oh, exactly. Uh, Katie Wernicke was the girl, the 12-year-old girl in the Midwest that you were talking to, and I, um, last I heard she was still alive, but due to the alternative methods that she used in conjunction with the chemotherapy that was court-ordered, it was mandated that she take uh, chemotherapy or she'd be taken away from her, cho- her uh, parents. She's still and, alive uh, now. Thank you, Charles, for the call. I appreciate hearing from you. There's more coming up. You can take control of the airwaves, bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live, the Saturday edition of the program. We're here and we'll take your calls about whatever you want. Dial in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you all the features for free, so enjoy those on us. Features including the updates. You get signed up. We'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Just go to updates.freetalklive.com. That's updates.freetalklive.com. If you are or know somebody who is in college age um, and you're looking for an internship program this this summer that pays and has a housing allowance, go to libertarianinternships.com and check out the internships in public policy, policy organizations, journalism, production. This is video production, audio production, print production, all kinds of, of these things. And check them out at libertarianinternships.com. You'll have to sign up for an account over there in order to, 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 to get the full info. But uh, you can see what uh, basically they're offering at libertarianinternships.com. I think Charles actually uh, hung through the break there. Charles, we'll bring him back in uh, Charlottesville listening to WCHV. You called in to make a clarification. We've been talking about parents and uh, their their kids and being able to make decisions for themselves that maybe not most people would make. And you wanted to make sure that we were very clear that we weren't suggesting that in the absence of use of the kind of traditional medicine system that that was the only choice out there for parents, that there are alternative options. What are some of those what would you suggest uh, some of those alternative options are i mean we mentioned cancer specifically what what would you suggest i've got um a lot of information on my website uh, available for free um it's uh, www.distance-healer.com it's d-i-s-t-a-n-c-e hyphen healer so wait a minute are you the guy because somebody had called in before about this suggesting that if they uh, if they got burned they could call a phone number and no, that was uh, something else is that no, no. is that the same thing oh no i uh, beat lung cancer myself I, I was diagnosed with lung cancer two years ago uh, my grandmother my father and my sister all died of the same genetic lung cancer that we have in our family that runs in our family my sister just recently died four weeks ago because she chose chemo and radiation and i tried um to talk her out of it and to try to get her to use the uh, methods I use with the herbs, diets, and supplements and enzymes. What does the distance booster. healing have anything to do with herbs and supplements? I started out with Reiki, R-E-I-K-I, which is a uh, hands-on um, healing touch uh, method of uh, healing that you can also heal through a distance, uh, they believe, a Japanese-Asian um, uh, method of healing. And I <laughs> chose the website name uh, with that. 
What would you say? Now, I mean, obviously, it's I, I'm immediately skeptical of this, but I'm not just I'm not to say that it can't happen. I don't know. Obviously, there's a lot of things that can happen that we may not necessarily know about. But would you say that if it's if it's true, and I don't know if it is, that you can heal somebody uh, up close versus at a distance? Is it better up close? Is it the same at a distance? Is it less effective from a distance? Well, I'd like to say that uh, the people that go to Lourdes. Um, for instance, I, I suggest that they're, they're perhaps healed um, not only by God, but by their minds, believing that Lourdes has a... Um, a what is Lourdes? You know, the power, uh, Lourdes, France, uh, where they go to a, a retreat, a religious retreat to get healed. Mm-hmm. I think that the mind believing that going to Lourdes it would heal them has a lot to do with them actually getting healed. I absolutely agree with what you're saying there. I think that uh, people can make very big changes in themselves simply by believing that uh, those changes are possible. I think I think there's something to that. Well, a long time ago, my um, uncle died a week after my aunt died, and there was nothing physically wrong with him. And it got me to thinking about um, your, your, the power of your mind to heal or kill you. And, and then I studied voodoo a little bit, not um, as a believer, but to see how it worked. And it, it turned out that it doesn't work unless you know that the person... Um, put a hex on you, and you believe that it has the power to kill you, and you stop eating and give up, give up the will to live. That makes sense. Yeah, right. it's a self-fulfill- it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy, and of course the placebo effect is another well-documented example of the power of one's own mind over one's condition. Right. From that, I developed um, uh, imagery and visualization, which I actually um, uh, talked to Carl Simonton. Um, he was uh, my first wife's uh, cancer doctor, oncologist, and he was very interested in it, and he made a career out of going around so, and teaching people about imagery and visualization. Would, would you, was, Charles, would you say that uh, that this idea of distance healing is kind of like what you're pointing out there, that if the person believes that somebody is out there healing them from a distance, that that's exactly. why they're going to get healed as opposed to any actual something going on? So, therefore, it's not really any uh, more effective than a placebo effect? Um. I'm not sure if it's more effective than a placebo. You might have heard of the people who travel around in West Virginia in the hills to talk warts off from people. Um, they, uh, I believe that works because the uh, people believe that these wart talker offers have the power to get rid of warts, and they do disappear. Um, you can short-circuit that process, and I actually taught my sister how to do that when she had a, a wart on her heel that the doctors had burned off and it kept coming back, and I told her how to kind of hate it inside and just picture it, you know, burning up and gone, and then believe it's gone. And, you know, a couple of days later, she called and said, hey, it fell off, it died, it fell off. There are no, there's no shortage of the amazing stories out there. And I thank you for the call tonight, Charles. I appreciate hearing from you at 800 <laughs> two, five. What are you laughing about? I, I, I'm thinking of a sexist joke. I'm, I, I was thinking, never underestimate the woman, a woman's power to hate something off. God. 800-259-9231, unscreened call from the amp line. You're on Free Talk Live. Kason from Nevada. Kason, what's on your mind tonight? All right. I was thinking you've got the remote healer calling in, and Gene the other day was talking about how the underwear bomber is a conspiracy because his burns weren't as bad as they said they were initially. Mm. Maybe the remote healers are in line with the underwear bomber. Yeah. How are these things related? Well, the remote healers healed the underwear bomber. Oh, I see. Why would they do that? Oh, I, I'm assuming it's some kind of strange conspiracy. That certainly sounds strange. Casey, you got anything else for us? 
No, no, man, I'm done. Thanks, Thanks. for the call. 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves uh, and bring up anything. We continue with Scott in Massachusetts. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Scott. Hello, hello, Ian and Mark. How are you? What's Good on your sir. mind tonight? Uh, you know, I'm very, uh, I'm very disturbed about uh, the uh, general state of affairs in America. And uh, I've never, uh, I've never, I get up in the morning and I have a sickening feeling and I go to bed. And I'll tell you, I, I wrote a little outline. And our manufacturing base has been destroyed due to outsourcing. Greedy companies want to put their, uh, you know, make it in China and Thailand. And I understand. Wait gentlemen. a minute, Scott. Wait a minute. You do know the reason that uh, the primary reason why outsourcing happens is because of the dramatic, uh, the the very dramatic amount of regulations and controls placed on American businessmen here. In the absence of the various different federal government programs like OSHA and other uh, local and state mandates and licensing fees and regulations uh, that these companies would would be manufacturing here still. Uh, so it's it's the government that's actually driving them to I these other places. I understand that the government's done tremendous harm to our civil liberties, and that, that extends to business. Uh, and, of course, it's cheaper to manufacture overseas. But at the end of the day, the bottom line is our people are, don't have jobs. Unemployment is 10%. I'm not going to beat around the bush. We're, we're in a depression, not recession, depression. It's going to get deeper. The question how much deeper it will go uh, I believe it's going gonna, it's gonna to go beyond the 1930s, uh, and it's going to go beyond the 1930s. But will it be obviously beyond that because the the amount of wealth we have today is greater than perhaps back in the 30s? We've got more technological uh, know-how and things like that. You think it'll be the same in that as far as maybe monetarily there could be uh, the same kind of problems, same level or more serious problems, but will that matter when things are cheaper to buy overall today? Some things are cheaper and... No, that's going to be ir- ir- irrelevant. You, see, our you think it'll be that dramatic? You think it'll be so dramatic? It, it, do you think people will starve, Scott? Yes, yes, I do, and I'll tell you why. If you're familiar with history, Joseph Stalin during the Soviet Union, when, when he took power, he created a man-made famine by taking away food from the kulaks. They were the peasants, and he had forced collectivization and industrialization. Well, you may say, well, what does Joseph Stalin have to do with America? Everything, because our government... I don't trust our government, and our government will impose martial law. It could do anything it wants if it wants to deny. If that happens, you're absolutely right. And thank you for the call, Scott. I appreciate hearing from you. Uh, If the government takes control of the food supply, yeah, I would see starvation happening. If the government doesn't, then I can't see the marketplace dropping the ball too hard on it, even dealing with uh, inflation and things like that. All right, more coming up here. Uh, By the way, dial in now if you want to win a Tota Sack. We'll give it to the third caller at 603-435-1105. You get a two-pack of the Tota Sack. Helps you bring those groceries in and who knows what else. 603-435-1105. Free Talk Live. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. It's a live Saturday edition of the program. Just enough time for your call if you make it right now to 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site free if you like this show and you want to help support Free Talk Live. Shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. Enter Amazon through that link and Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase. So whatever it is that you need to buy, you'll likely find it there. They have dozens of categories in which you can shop. You can even buy used items to save a few extra bucks. Start your shopping at amazon.freetalklive.com and feel good because you're getting the stuff you want at great prices. In many cases, free super saver shipping 
shopping on a whole bunch of their new items. And Free Talk Live is getting a percentage at Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. Take the SmartPage.com's seven-day challenge. For seven days, use SmartPage.com instead of your big brother search engine and experience the difference. You'll get search results aggregated from 12 major search engines because it's a search engine. But unlike your old search engine, you'll have complete privacy in your search. So if you don't like the idea of big companies storing your information, putting cookies on your computer and all that other stuff, you can start the seven-day challenge today at startpage.com. Toll-free numbers 800-259-9231. Back to your phone calls about what you want. It's Joe listening in Michigan. Or excuse me, John in Michigan. John? Hi. You're on the air. How you doing? Hey, what's on your hey. mind tonight? Well, one of the things that uh, troubles me on this uh, database that this terrorist was put onto weeks before he actually got on that plane, the, the government saying that the list was so long, there's half a million plus people on it. That's why he uh, he wasn't caught. Now, it only takes a split second to search through a database for a name that's on a list. Now, why isn't the media reporting on this? Well, what was it? <sighs> Was it that they didn't catch it over in Amsterdam? I mean, is it possible they don't have the same database? I thought the story was that the FBI and the CIA had been uh, made aware of this, and uh, they just didn't do anything about it. Yeah, but you would you would think after all the stuff that's happened since nine eleven that a coordination between all the databases would be there. Why would you so think that? Well, yeah. Why Why would you think that? Well, because they've spent billions of dollars. Why do they turn it on? <laughs> well, that's what the government does. The government spends money, makes mistakes, no, and then gets more money, right? No kidding. No kidding. I it mean, just, you know, to search through half half a million records only takes a split second if a database is written correctly. And the, the way I would see it, all you need to do is get the NSA, the FBI, the CIA, MI5, all these uh, all these people together, and you send out uh, you send out a request. And in a split second, you should be able to get a response that uh, flag this individual. That's easy them. to say, John, but yeah, it's John, not easy to implement because John, it's the government. I could make you the, the czar of in- the intelligence community around the world and give you a cattle prod <laughs> and the ability to use it on any bureaucrat that didn't do what you wanted them to do. And you still couldn't make it work because these people that uh, that, are, that are tasked with this job are not incentivized in the same way that people in the free market are. Yes, if you built a database, you could make it searchable just like that, lickety-split. But the FBI couldn't even get email for for years. I don't even know if they've st- they've solved the problem at not. this point. I don't know. But, uh, but but I mean more than half their agents didn't have email because it's the government. They can't that's, do that's anything right. That's in this right. decade by the way then. Yeah. That you're talking it was yeah. relatively yeah. recent. I mean, it just Well, which, which brings me up to a separate subject. Okay. I heard recently that the government's going to require that all uh, citizens on their tax returns are going to have to claim how many guns they have. I've heard, that rumors. I've heard that rumor as well. What are you going to do if they do? I, I have no idea. I mean, they say it's going to be a felony if you don't report them. How will uh, they know? That's, that's a good question, but just think about that. If they can correlate all that information together, whenever they have a problem in some spot with unrest, like, oh, that guy's got this, he's got that, we've got to go after these people first. Absolutely, yep, that's, that's what they'll do. That's certainly the history. <laughs> that's exactly what they'll do. Yeah. Well, and, and, and if you if you need a, a little proof in that in your life, if you're listening and you're skeptical, I can tell you that during World War II, when the Japanese Americans were rounded up, they used census data in order to do that. They went after people with Japanese surnames and rounded them up on the West Coast and put them into camps. Don't think yep. that the government won't use their information against you. 
Oh, they will. They definitely will. But I, I heard they're going to charge $50 per gun per year. <laughs> Yeah, I I would recommend uh, if that happens, if you're continuing to pay them taxes, which I also recommend against, uh, I recommend that uh, you just keep your guns to yourself. Hopefully you didn't buy them with a bunch of federal paperwork attached to them. That would seem to be the only way they would be able to to track that down. But even so, you can still buy a gun and sell it without federal paperwork in most places, as I understand it. So uh, I would just not answer any of those questions. They're going to try to pass this law on the slide to where you're going to have to report it. How would they, they make you? Gun. How would they make you report that? There's, there's no way you could do that. But you know, citizens will probably provide uh, that information. I'm well, sure they will because get, they're obedient. A, and they're, pro- yeah, yeah, exactly. They're pathetic and uh, and sad and 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 beaten into obedience. So yeah, you're right. Most people will want to. Oh, I'm a good law-abiding citizen, and I'll just do whatever it is the government asks me to do. A good citizen would be, would protect the right of everyone to keep and bear arms, and the government, knowing this stuff, uh, you know, does not protect that right. This problem is going against the grain. You go against the grain, they can just stamp you out just like that. Well, the problem is, well, okay, I see what you're saying, and I understand the fear. Uh, I had, I was there at one point, and it still pops up in my life, and I do my best to uh, forgive myself for it. But the fact is, if you don't go against the grain, then you're going along to get along, and you'll get what you deserve for that. Exactly, exactly. And I, I tell you what, over the years, I've been pretty quiet as far as uh, politics goes, but geez, in the, in the last uh, couple of years, it's just... Things are just gone crazy. If people don't stand up and start uh, speaking for themselves, all these all these rights are going to just be pulled away from us in no time. But the younger generation doesn't even believe this is happening. They no, they don't, don't even see they, that these things are threats at all. No, that they've been educated by the by the government school system. I mean, they they don't have the foggiest idea. They've been told to sit down and shut up, and you can use the bathroom when we tell you you can. Well, I don't know if that's a I don't know if that's a true statement across the board. I think that there are a lot of young people that do understand that the government is tyrannical and evil and uh, and despotic. I mean, look at the the Li- amazing young people that came out to support Ron Paul at college campuses all across the country. Liberty and, has legs, unlike it's ever had. That's that much. Is and true. it has the best legs with young people in America because it's it's people that are up in their years that are far more set in their government supporting ways. Oh, uh, not, not me. I'm I'm uh, forty uh, forty eight. And I don't believe that. Well, it's never too late to get to stand up for yourself and stand I, I up don't for care what you if believe. You're, yeah, I don't care if you're 70 years old. You right. need to stand up uh, at this point and not let what's going on. Which leads me to uh, one of our sponsors, the Free State Project. If you love liberty and you want a chance at liberty in your lifetime, that seems to me the best way that you're going to achieve that is to get around other people that are willing to also, like you, stand up for what they believe in, stand up for the uh, the right to live their lives how they want so long as they don't harm anyone else, stand up for allowing others to be free so they can be free. It's happening here in New Hampshire. It's happening with the Free State Project. We are getting the best of the best activists from liberty loving activists from all around the world all around the country coming here getting active in politics in a, in a way that has heretofore been impossible simply because there just wasn't the support out there getting active in doing things like civil disobedience that has also never occurred in the uh, the liberty movement as a whole and it's an amazing movement so if you love freedom then i highly recommend uh john that you take a look at freestateproject.org i, I will um i plan to uh, attend quite a few tea parties in the near future. The tea parties are a nice little uh, sideshow. It's a great it's a great step for people. I'm, I'm all for it. 
I think the tea parties are great, but it hasn't really done much from my perspective besides promoting Republican candidates who are, again, just going to be telling lies about how they believe in freedom so they can get in uh, into it's, office. Hmm? It's only so much longer that the media can hide how many people are coming out for these things. People are coming out, that's true, uh, and I think it's pretty well known that those tea parties are, are very popular. But what is going to happen next? What is the next step after the tea parties? The next, the next step would be to organize. I mean, we're getting people together now. Organize what? Organize against all these bad policies the governments are... are Specifically, uh, give me one road. idea of what you might want to do. Oh, God. Well, uh, what's the first thing I called about? get coordinate databases for these uh, terrorists so that so you want to help like the government you want to help the government uh, work better is that the idea yes now I, you I, you've I, got I, you've got some thinking I, to do here because as we <laughs> pointed out at the very beginning of your call it doesn't matter if you get put in charge you won't be able to beat the government into shape it doesn't matter if you elect all your favorite politicians you won't be able to get the government to act any less bureaucratically or inefficiently than they currently do so until you're ready to let go of the love for the the federal government i think you should uh, maybe wait on the free state project but thank you for the call tonight i appreciate hearing from you it's not the terrorists that are putting you in danger. If there were terrorists out there, there would be attacks happening frequently in this country. There have been a handful, maybe three attempted attacks in the last decade. The the government is not keeping you safe from terror. The government are the terrorists. The government are the ones inflicting fear. What the terrorists want is your freedoms, supposedly. The government is giving those freedoms to them. We are out of time, and we'll be back Monday night. You can join us online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. Have a great, happy, fun, and safe weekend. Attention, all active duty members and veterans of the U.S. military. Your proud service to your country entitles you with the right to participate in special VA loan programs with benefits not available to the general public, like the ability to purchase a new home with no down payment or mortgage insurance, or refi with cash out up to 100% of your present home equity with less strict credit criteria. You are entitled to these benefits. Review them online at varadio.com. This is Tim Lewis from iFreedom Direct and a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom. I want you to know that as a member or veteran of the United States military, you've earned special rights and privileges. On your feet and get the details at varadio.com. iFreedom Direct Corporation is a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com. varadio.com.